Welcome back to yet another episode of Snoozing Booze. And if you heard the last episode, you remember that the first part, we had a little 20-minute with interview with my boy, Tom. Well, he wanted to come back on, but he's in the studio today. He's in the studio helping us out. Tom, hey. say hello, buddy. Hello. Uh, today, we have guests Christine and Frank coming in a little bit later. The, my boy's here. He helped me set up. And what? Yeah. why did you say you wanted to come, come over here on location to see it? Um, I want I want to see the setup because I I really like the lights like set up around and get closer and um I really like the lights set up around and it's a really cool studio and I want to see where the action comes from. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to see where it comes? From? Yeah, that's cool, man. That's all good. Uh, how's your day today, fun? Um, it was pretty good. What? Um, what? Tell me about it, man. What did you do? Um, what's on? So what's what goes on in the life of a nine-year-old little kid? Uh, going, you know, whatever, doing your thing. Alright, so, um... Bullies? This is... Girlfriends, not bullies? Not today. Not today. Not the bullies today. <laughs> but, like, um... So, this was during the end of school. I think I talked about it. Wait, no, this just happened. Um, and so, the kid, the kid, like, right next to me, or just, mm-hmm. like, right here, um, he was talking. And so, the teacher thought it was me, and so, she almost pulled my card, but the kid who was talking, he was, like... No, um, he didn't do it. It was me, which was, um, which I thanked him for. Yeah, for like admitting yeah. when he's but fucking then, up. Um, another kid was talking. It wasn't him, and um, she thought it was me again. Yeah. So I actually got my card pulled on that. <gasps> and so I was like, what? Well, I didn't really make a big deal out of it because, like, it's just a warning. Yeah. But, like, even though I still didn't want to... Yeah, but it's also, like, to you, you feel like, what the hell? I didn't even do anything. Yeah. Why you, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's almost, You feel like injustice. Yeah. Right? This is your version of persecution. Mm-hmm. So, you're, to me, so you're, what you're saying is you're just like those slaves that were getting crucified <laughs> back in the day in 18th century, right? No. Oh, <laughs> you're not? That's what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> 12 years a slave that's what your your life is like huh Tommy <laughs> 9 years 9 years <laughs> nice uh yeah i don't know man like uh well would you tell the, the it seems kind of like honestly like the teacher kind of has it out for you is there something like that going on no it's just like well these are the only like two times i had to pull my card it's not really a big deal out of it mm-hmm. but like from other grades i've had got worse are are you like relatively good at school, or does do you have a problem with like p- the teachers telling you something like Tom, like always trying to get your attention or something? Um, yeah, well, sometimes, like, cause um. So she's going after you for a reason. She's not just picking on you. She's, no, she, yeah, for for a reason. Yeah. Cause like. So yeah, before, I back in the day, you've been that way. Yeah. I gotcha. But this time it wasn't you, right? Yeah. I know, man. That's, I was kind of like the same way at school too. I was like, "What? When I when I don't do nothing is when they when they catch me." Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, go ahead. Was that from ahead. the room? Uh, well, it kind of sounds like it, huh? Yeah. That was a yeah. uh, Bobby Hill. That's what he oh. does his impression. What are you talking about? Are you excited for that room uh, movie? That looks yes. Hilarious. That looks hilarious. Uh, the disaster artist, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything with Seth Rogen in, in it is like I watch Seth Pineapple Express. I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen that one yet? It's no. pretty funny. Oh, is Seth Rogen your boy? Oh yeah, because you love This Is the End and etc. Right? Yeah. Huh. Uh, my least favorite movie from him was the one I doubted so much was Sausage Party. All right. Oh, you didn't like that one? 
No, so I haven't I seen that one. How is like, it? Was it like not funny as in... It was funny in some parts, but there's like a scene I didn't really like. You're talking about the orgy ending, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could already picture it. But there was one in the ending where they blew up the bad guy. Uh-huh. But is it because you pretty much like had to close your eyes for the last 10 minutes? And yeah. some of that shit was... And like, I remember looking at your mom like... And, and we're looking at you kids, and you guys are giving it. We're all awkwardly looking at each other, and we're like, I don't know. Should we close our eyes? I don't know. But, but the funny part was in the <laughs> beginning to me, and he was like, the bad guy, or like the human. He the was douche. like, Yeah. Or not not him, but the human, and he was like, Oh, right. Eh, F you, weenies. And he yeah. threw him <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so what do you recommend it or don't recommend it? It's kind of both for me. <laughs> yeah. Because it's funny in some parts, but yeah. then, like, the end, during the ending, yeah. Yeah, I get you, man. I feel you. I, I understand. I saw a from. lot of kids in the theater, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes oh. it always trips me out when, like, if I see kids at a theater, like, me and Lowe famously. I saw a bunch of kids at oh, It, yeah. too. I saw a bunch of kids at It. We, we always think about, like, do their parents know what's going on? Like, or are their parents like us, where they don't believe in censorship, et cetera, You know? Yeah. I, I'm always curious. <laughs> et cetera, I what, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> What's your word you're using? Your big word you're using yesterday? Um, Hippopotamonster. No, man. Uh, oh, oblivious. <laughs> oblivious. <laughs> yeah. Oblivious. Nice. Nice. I was like, get out of here. Are you oblivious? <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Um, I like Seth Rogen. He, I think he does good stuff. Yeah. I like his comedy. I remember in the new Nathan for You where he was wearing the, um, what was it? What was his jacket that he oh, made? Oh, the North Face jacket it or was something like, like that? Um, the anti, yeah, the anti-Hitler. Yeah, one. but like a lot, <laughs> a lot of people wear it and I was like, whoa, a lot of famous people wore that. And, we, and, and the first thing that came to my mind is like, do they know he made this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they yeah. know he made this like, kind I of I feel brand? the same way. I mean, even the dumb Starbucks thing for a while, right? Yeah. Do they know it's part of his prank show, whatever? Yeah. Uh, the new episode came out yesterday too. By the way, we got to catch up, so yeah. we'll watch it on demand. Are you are you caught up with the new? No, Nathan I, haven't, I haven't. Oh my lord! <laughs> oh man, it's too much. It's too, the, uh, the first episode they were catching up with everybody from the last seasons. Oh, There's okay, this, gotcha. like, it, one it, kind it, of expression done. that he does. It's like, kind of like, <laughs> it's in the it's in the title of like in the Hulu thing. Yeah, but they took it off. It, it's kind of like that awkward. Kind, his mouth is kind of open, weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Nathan, for you guys, if you guys ain't watching it, uh, do yourself a favor and check it out because it's, I think, one of the funniest shows <laughs> yeah, definitely. ever. Next to Eric Andre. Yeah, I think those two shows, which are polar opposites, I think those are the two funniest, uh, funniest I shows. I remember you um, you saying to the Tim and Eric show, uh-huh. like, it was a PG version of Eric Andre, and I was like, oh, a PG? Yeah, because Eric Andre goes pretty weird, yeah. right? I mean, uh, ter- uh, Tim I and Eric. I remember where he found the squid under the rug, and he was like, "Is this real?" <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a funny show. Yeah, because uh, Tim and Eric get pretty weird too. Yeah. But Eric Andre takes it to a whole new level. <laughs> Don't they have like a new Halloween special coming out or something? Oh yeah, Tim, Tim and, and Eric's Eric? bedtime oh, Eric. stories. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. You like that show? You like them? They're pretty um, cool. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but They're I've okay. seen the ads for it. They're okay. I, you know, I don't mind them, but I don't know if it's my kind of humor or not. What about you? You you like them? Um, I haven't seen them, but it looks it looks interesting. Yeah. But like not something I'd get into, like like really into, like it's like it's like I really get into Rick and Morty and like Eric Andre and stuff. Right, right, right. I really get into that stuff, even though I'm nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably the youngest viewer that watches Rick and Morty. 
Uh, Next to my friend. Next to my friend. Your friend watches it too? Yeah. Do you guys talk about it? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. He has a keychain on his backpack that's like them exploring the one where he, they had the seeds, the mega seeds. Oh, that's the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that make you smarter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, the show, I think it's brilliant. You know, I think I sent you something earlier today. I don't know if you got yeah. it, but it was like the top 10 like emotional moments in Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I love a show that... It's emotional in yeah, some parts. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's some parts that are like, man, this episode really got to me. You know, like, oh, yeah. I feel, huh. I feel like the most emotional episode is the Unity Oh, that was on tried, there. Where he tried to kill himself. At the very that end, was, yeah. That was like, whoa. That, that was really deep. That moment. was on that list, yeah. yeah. And I love the letter that she wrote him, you know, in like different voices yeah. because it's unity. But I love the letter that she wrote him. It's really sincere and it kind of relates yeah. like, it's very much like, man, I remember going through that at a point in my life yeah. where I was kind of depressed for a while and, you know, the whole ups and downs things. But especially yeah. a teenager, by the way, because there's nothing worse in the world than being a teenager with your heart broken. I don't know if you're there yet, but if you get to that point, like, oh, my God, you're going to see like. I'm you're- there with depression. What's that? I'm there with depression. Oh, really? You're sad? Your whole life is depressed? <laughs> you're nine years old. What you th- which parts? Why? Because you like Nine Inch Nails? You think you're. No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what parts then? What's depressing <laughs> about your life, son? Because I wish I could be you. I wish I could take I a vacation what. and be you. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like, you know, like, oh, my life is depressing. And it's not. It's like, this is such rainbows. It's like, <laughs> I just say that, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. You want to be know. that emo kid? or you, uh, I, I hear you always making fun of Gwen calling her an emo kid. Because <laughs> she always calls me emo just because of the music I listen to. What do you call her? Oh, goth. You call goth. her goth. Yeah. Goth. She's like, um... The goth kids in South Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see her hanging out with them. Remember? Was that the Cure episode? Like, yeah, like yeah. Whole, like, group <laughs> and they turned oh, evil yeah. and they're the same. <laughs> that was really funny. That was a good one. Uh, oh. But like, it's just because of the music I listen to doesn't mean I'm emo. I mean, I think you listen to pretty good damn music, man. Honestly, I listen to like mostly. Like what are like obviously we know Twenty One Pilots from the last episode that's your favorite yeah. band but what else did you listen to that could be conceived as emo music or something that you My think? Chemical Romance Panic at the Disco yeah actually yeah those two bands are kind of emo <laughs> I don't know how'd you get into those that's just what you like right yeah yeah I heard um, the Emperor's New Clothes by um, Panic at the Disco mm-hmm. and I liked it what about like uh, okay My Chemical Romance I- I'm pretty familiar with the band what what songs do you like from them. It's um. There's a song called "Cancer" and um, um, the Black Parade. Of course, yeah. And there's another song. What was it? Yeah, how'd you get it to them? You I'm just... not okay. That's that's the song. I'm not okay. How'd you get it to them? Did you just like their music or um, stumble upon from related videos? So, yeah, I stumbled upon. And when I was listening to like Rob Zombie once, this is how I got into Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, like, I saw it on the recommended, and I was like, huh, what is this? And like the first song was actually Hurt. Oh, yeah, that's a great classic. song. Yeah. One of the best songs, right? Yeah, this is yeah. my favorite. Oh, is it? Oh, for Nice Nails or just period? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I wish I wish I had my iPhone because I have like that Airhorn app, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm so, still getting the song. So I just, like, how do you... Okay, so tell me, like, because I want to, I'm, I'm being honest here, like, or being serious. Uh, you're nine years old, but you, you, you find, you relating to that song, Hurt? I, I look I looked at that song and you know to be hypocritical I was 11 and I thought I, I was like oh my god that song was amazing yeah. right you know that kind of shit right and uh, and I thought like oh how, how did this how does it how do you know what's going on in my heart do you I feel like, that way with these kind of things um 
Well, it's depending on like the kind of mood I am. In. Mm-hmm. But like the the mood I was in, it was like, oh, I really like the song because I like the tone of it. I like the instrumental, and like I just listened to the instrumental and some of the like lyrics too. Yeah, you do seem to have. A, I've noticed that you have a type for like a harmonic. weird sense of music. Yeah, but because like, it... there's a mix of like emo and then like Marilyn Manson. Well, no, I mean like I yeah that too. But I mean the like the type of songs you like are very harmonical in the sense that they they um. Yeah. They have a melodic, a uh, haunting melody to them, you mm-hmm. know? And, I, and I, I try to notice about you that you, mm-hmm. you, you uh, cater to that a little bit more than another. But you've, I mean, you knew Nine Snows before even that song because, like, I remember you used to kind of have this goofy smile whenever you'd hear Closer, you know? <laughs> the F you like an animal song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you were familiar with them at least, right? The first time I heard that song, it was, like, on a Shane Dawson video. I don't know what the video was. Yeah. But it was, like, tricking someone into listening to, like, dirty music or, just, like, yeah. do something. And then that song thing, I was, like, I started laughing because they were, like, because <laughs> they never heard the song. Oh, it was, like, a something reacts to yeah. whatever. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I think that's a good thing about you, um, like, when you have a suggested or a related video. Like, yeah. you even told me you like the song from a commercial and you looked it up, and it was that Neil Diamond song, that Sweet Caroline song. Uh, you were yeah. literally just singing it about 20 minutes ago, right? Yeah. And I, that's kind of cool. Like, if you hear something, you're going to explore it and search yeah. for it. Uh, I, I, I think that's a good thing because it's kind of, mm, what would you say? Not necessarily a thirst for knowledge, but a thirst for interest, like a follow-up thing, right? It's um, something like, oh, uh, taking, a, I guess, a follow-up or a follow-through on your interest or something like that. Uh, like, like kind of, it's kind of like going down the rabbit hole, right? When you see a video on Wick, uh, on YouTube, like, oh shit, I want to know more about, like, a top five haunted places, like, and then it, it takes you like, man, I want to know more about that specific, right, 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 and it yeah, takes yeah. you, you keep going down rabbit hole. It's kind of oh, like okay, a, gotcha, that kind gotcha. of thing, right? I think that's a kinda good gets thing. The ball rolling, like, yeah, uh, as opposed to just being nonchalant or being apathetic about something, and you just leave it alone. So I think that's a good about, thing. Like creepy stuff. There's, I, I've talked to you about this channel. It's called Crypt TV. Crypt they TV? make awesome short like horror movie videos. Uh-huh. There's this one like there's main character. It's like <clears throat> I forgot his name, but it's really creepy. It's a really creepy character, kind of like a Slenderman thing. But like, oh, okay, it's just <laughs> mixed with Slenderman. It has like the suit and the face, but 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 with the face, it's like the Stranger Things thing. By the way, it looks like Stranger Things. Remember? Oh, right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it starts it blinking, was, let me yeah. know. Something's happening. A B C. <laughs> uh, love, go ahead, take over. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you were telling me uh, you got a ukulele. Yeah. You say you already got like a song that you're working on. Yeah, I'm working on the House of Gold. Do you know? Um, uh, you've already you've already played it. By Twenty One Pilots, yeah. And I want to learn how to play that because it sounds like so cool. And I've only got those like those two notes on. The two chords, yeah. 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 You're practicing though, right? Yeah. Well, most of the song is only about four or five chords. So yeah. So you're halfway there. Let's say that. Half. So you're practicing. Keep practicing, man. I keep telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's like Ask the Loaf same about, rhythm. You know, playing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just play it once and then you'll get it. At least that's the lie they want to tell you. <laughs> that's the way they think, you know. Like if you don't practice, but you, you don't get it like the first time, they want to quit because if you didn't get it the first time, that's not the way it works. You have to keep playing it. There's um, I want to learn. Even though it's a cover, I want to learn the Street Dreams I Made of These by the Marilyn Manson. Oh, that version? Oh, okay. The, the, the guitar on it. And I've heard that know. tone of it. I've heard that tone when I didn't even know the song. That's that's how I got into it. The uh, Eurythmics are the original one. Yeah. The 80s yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that song, too. That version? Mm-hmm. What if you mix them both? 
Because it's the first. It's kind of dancey. Yeah, I saw I saw a video of like a mix up of both of those songs. Huh. And then it had like the guitar with Marilyn Manson, and then it had the lyrics from the Arithmics. Oh, what was that like? Um, it sounded pretty cool and like wacky, kind of like funky town. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I could dig it. I could dig it. I like that funky stuff. Some like a, they play at a, like, d- a goth club. I don't want to mention like Funky Town in front of my sister, like Gwen, because she loves that song. Funky Town. Yeah. When we were on our <laughs> way to like remember this, Papa? Yeah. We were on the way to the world and everything, she kept she kept on like bringing that up. And I said, are you oblivious? I kept on saying, are you oblivious? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. <laughs> the smile or not? She just this kind of smile. When she's like, confused, she's like, yeah. Was it just like, it, she just like responds, just a response, yeah. or you can leave her alone? Like, sometimes she's just like, what? When she doesn't know, like, a thing. And she kind of smiles, and she says, like, what? <laughs> she does that, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. But That's very funny. That's very funny. That's cool. Uh, what else do you want to learn on there? Mm, um, we don't believe it's on TV. Uh, so th- like the original kind of song of it. By who? Son, uh, say who it's by. Yeah, Twenty One Pilots. Ah. But like, there's like a kind of like there's it's really fast in the original like song with the audio, and like there's a different kind of version where you tried, um, you taught me kind of yeah yeah and um, that one's kind of like slower to like to get more of like a version to see what happens mm-hmm. um, like experimenting yeah. with the different stuff oh okay because you like that you, you like the like acoustic versions or the slow versions yeah. of things i don't like music video yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny well are you gonna like do like a series of them just like dish out like different like youtube videos and stuff of you playing different songs Probably, um, or cool. just like make up my own song, like an instrumental. Oh, nice! You know? Yeah, start writing music. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And bring in that harmonica, man. Like, day man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh man, the nightmare. Oh man. You could do like a little like ukulele version of it. Yeah. Nightman coming. Has somebody you know pay the troll toll or something. <laughs> There's another song that they made. It was like, I am the night man. He becomes the night man. It was like, where they the one for the first time they introduced it, right? Yeah. Where yeah. like, and it was really cool at the end of that episode. Um, Charlie and Dennis like came up with the actual like, day man. <laughs> yeah, that's where <laughs> the then, origins for that yeah, play and was. And then yeah. they performed it in front of that crowd of people. With this weird makeup and this outfit. Oh, uh, they were being like David Bowie-ish yeah. type. Yeah. Oh, okay. This was like, dang, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you like this show? Obviously, yeah. that's one of your favorite shows, right? Always yeah. Sending Philadelphia. Uh, do you have some favorite episodes from there? Mm, who pooped the bed? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you been- yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie McDennis 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, that's, have you been there? Oh, part of yeah, yeah, I saw that one too. And the first one. Um, there's another Charlie. one. Obviously, <laughs> the Nightmare Commiss. Oh, the Billboard episode where um, they had a billboard, but at the end, they really was Frank with his thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Because that's when they introduced Green Man. Oh, yeah. 
or no, wasn't that? Was that the the, 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 the game one? Yeah, the gang. Where the game is the game one with the football is where Green Man's choose, but the oh, one, okay. yeah. the one with the billboard is where they have the models at the bar, and uh, they end up going through all this. Oh, yeah. that's right. And it's just in the at the end, like it's all that for nothing because it's just Frank throwing a thumbs up with two titties <laughs> next to him or two two pairs of titties next to him. Pretty funny. <laughs> I remember when he kept uh, on throwing the soccer ball at D's face. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the YouTube one. Right? Like, I'm crazy, Patty. Oh, is that the St. Patty's Day episode? Uh, ca- uh, Charlie traps the leprechaun or something. Like that? <laughs> that was a funny one too. But the cool thing about that episode where she was like, I'm crazy, Patty, was um, there's that act that was an actual channel like Pathetic Girl something something. Right, right. That's right. an actual channel. <laughs> I looked that up. Uh, and that's a real like kind of channel. Sometimes it posts like behind the scenes and like actual clips from the video where like she was like, "Hey diary." Pathetic D sixty or pathetic yeah. girl sixty nine or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. D diary. <laughs> uh, I, like I just uh, saw like the last one that I saw. I don't know if it was like the last one of whichever season uh, where they go on the cruise. Oh yeah. Oh that's yeah. The season yeah. finale, the season before this one. Oh, okay. So. That's the last one that's up on Hulu. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, that's Hulu. the last one I seen. Wait, yeah. Um, what was it Fight Milk? Yeah, that's on the newer season. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure they like. It. I'm sure they'll put that out eventually. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know why, but I just re- I just realized why they kept on throwing up. Because they put the crow egg in it. Oh. Remember, do not touch our crow eggs. Charlie said, do not touch our crow They had actually, uh, it was like a, a UFC episode kind of thing. Oh, they had yeah. a couple guys, actual guys from the UFC. And that was cool because they actually went to one of the games like Dennis. They're Mack actually big fans. Because uh, th- yeah. we're watching, obviously, we're watching a pay-per-view and Dennis Mack and, and Charlie are on in the background. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it reminded me of like, who killed Maureen. Uh, when she off oh yeah, the cat lady. That's also in the new. Oh, they do this great in the new season. You'll get to it when they re- put it on there. But they that do this great making color. a murderer type of satire, huh? And it's that about part. who killed like the cat. You know, uh, Ponderosa, the uh, Dennis's ex. That oh turned, yeah, yeah. Slowly turning into a cat. She fell off herself. Uh, well, don't fucking spoil it. God damn it, don't spoil it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, you know, you'll get to it. But, it's, oh. but the whole thing is a documentary style, like making a murderer. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But the, I was saying the fight mill commercial, the UFC commercial. Yeah. It's uh, the reason the, the, the UFC. Peripheral, peripheral vision, yeah. The reason that the UFC fighters are getting into it because they're using that to cut weight because it makes you shit and throw up at the same time. Because, <laughs> 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 uh, you know, obviously fight milk, you know, whatever, they're trying to sell it. And they're like, oh, my God, it's really popular with these guys. What's going on? And then they realize, like, oh, <laughs> they're using it because it makes you fucking. <laughs> oh, they're using it to cut weight, you know. So, that was really funny. So, yeah, it was, was pretty really cool. Funny. That when you mentioned, like, throw up in, like, that, Oop, yeah. that reminded me of the where the girl was throwing up. And pooping at the same time and kick. It was like kick something. Kick something. No, it was like it's. I know the first like, um, the first like. <clears throat> oh, it was. Um, yeah. Kick butt or whatever. Oh, kick ass. Oh, kick ass two. Yeah. Uh, when Chloe Grace Moret. Have you seen Kick Ass two? No. Oh, okay, never mind. There's a part where she has this like non-lethal deterrent that makes you vomit and shit yourself huh. and she used it on like the popular guys who the popular girls at school that are like basically mean girls oh okay you know, mean girl mean girls she used it on them and uh th- it's a pretty classic scene like oh, that's shit. pretty funny yeah i don't know i don't know why but this came on my recommended in spotify i know i think i know why 
because I'm a Rick and Morty fan and like the Chaos Chaos. Yeah. Yes. And Terry Fold came up. Oh yeah. Have you heard that song yet, Terry Fold's Loaf? It's, um, it's a real song. It was on the last episode of um, the H. Not not the last one, but like the seventh episode of this current season of Rick and Morty. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen uh, anything. Anything with Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. um, I don't want to spoil it then. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. The lyrics are like, yeah. They're just weird because they're like, come Terry on, touch fold. my flappy folds. Like Terry yeah. Foldy flaps. <laughs> like what the hell? I guess I don't know what it's supposed to represent, Terry but I guess they're sexual in nature. But like, it's just so this weird, like amoeba-looking thing with flaps of skin. It's it's huh. natural to the Rick and Morty universe. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm sure you know fits right in the Cronenberg universe or something. The whirly durly. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Really uh, all right, buddy, yeah. <laughs> About to cut like, off. I feel like I'm like too close to the mic sometimes, or so like. No, you need to get closer because uh, trust me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Terry Fold. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> trust me, it it, uh, it it becomes low when you when we upload it. Yeah. Oh my God, Tom. All right, well I'm cutting <laughs> off then. We'll wait for our guests. All right, okay. thanks, Tom. Sounds all right. good, buddy. Okay, cool. So that was another little combo with my boy Tom. Little fly, you been, man? Uh, doing good, doing good. You know, just hanging in there this week. You know, feds are after me again. <laughs> feds are after you? What are they after you for, man? Uh, I don't know. They're just trying to get these goodies, man. I don't know. <laughs> trying to get your um, my, your humps, my, your my lovely mojo. lady mumps. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> I remember when they were popular. Black uh, Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. I don't know what happened to them. Oh, man, if you look back at their songs, they're like. I don't know, man. I don't. I guess people like them, but I mean, you I, they, know, they don't stand the test of time. I'll say that. You know, they have the. You know the they have their pop the popness to it. You know, they have like catchy songs you can hear like at a club or a bar or something. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like for me, I kind of fell off like after um, Fergie joined, because uh, I don't remember like if just I move it closer to you so you don't have to just lean in. Yeah. Just make sure that everything. Thing. Cool. Yeah, like that, like don't if it touches if it touches your your lips that's a good thing. <laughs> you gotta start mumbling, you know. Turn You're saying I mean reference. they weren't popular before her though. They only had like three or four. Singles. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, but, like that's um. Well, when I went to high school, mm-hmm. they they played at my high school, and it was still like they had like a live band with them and everything. Like it was yeah, just like a jam band. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and mind you, this was like maybe ninety nine two thousand when right, I saw them. Right. Like, they were just like I don't know if they were touring or what they were doing, but they weren't big at all. There was like literally nobody there. It was just like a like a band that just kind of just set up in the park. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I remember. That's how I remember them until you know they made it big. It's like oh shit, I saw you guys way back when when I was in high school. Well, I, yeah, buddy, mine told me the same thing that like they were opening up for other that they would constantly get booed off stage. Uh, well, he said that I, I don't know constantly, but <laughs> constantly that's what his words. But he said that. I forgot who we went to go see, but the Black Eyed Peas before Fergie were opening up for this other band, and that they, everyone were booing them off stage, and they were just like they'd play like two songs and then just cuss people out and like man fuck you guys and for real? yeah and then just you know get off the set because they were waiting for the regular the real band to come on whoever that was you know oh so but they were huh. so they were like a local, um, like I guess they were underground, but I don't know anybody who thought they were big or thought they were good. <laughs> like I don't like. Like when, like remember well, when you saw them? Do you remember their performance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, was it, was it okay? Cool. Like it, it was okay, you know. Like I'm telling you, it was like, like when we uh when we played in Yuma. Yeah, 
It was like that with our old band. Only it was just like just they just set up in the parking. It wasn't even like a big production or anything. Like literally yeah. just a couple of friends just set up in the parking and we're just jamming like like that. Just people walking by were like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. You know, they had the whole groove and funk thing going. But, right, right, right. But uh, yeah, besides that, it wasn't anything like, 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 it's like the exact opposite of, of what it is now. You know. Or at least, well... Yeah, well, I mean, they're definitely, I mean, popular now and because yeah. they play pop music, but, um, I I mean, you, you look at those songs, I guess they're catchy, but what pop songs aren't catchy, right? But I just don't think, and what pop songs stand the test of time, they're not that many. I think that genre of music, it lends itself out to be overplayed or played out, you know what I'm saying? To be done and over with. Like, that, that's its purpose. Like and the, to be identified with a certain... Uh, time group, you know. Oh, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it lends itself to that. That that specific that type of music. It's not. I, it's not meant to last. It's, I get. I guess it doesn't feel like it is. You know, flavor of the week, maybe. Just yeah, whatever. that's what it seems like. It seems like you know. It seems like, a, and with that band, what it felt like, or with that group, whatever, it felt like a bunch of one hit wonders. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, okay, I get, I get <laughs> you know, what you mean. Yeah, like yeah. each one of those songs would have been a one hit wonder if, if for individual bands, and then never hear from again. But they just happen to be the same band that produces, because it's not like. Uh, what's a what's a it's what this is an unfair comparison, but something like Red Hot Chip Peppers or Foo Fighters, where they have consistently solid music. Where while the singles may be great, the the whole album is just solid, right, right, and, right, et cetera, right. But you don't consider that obviously they're not one hit wonders, as opposed to 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 Black Eyed Peas. You know, for it all seemed like oh, their new single is just another one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, like you keep, constantly keep waiting for them to disappear to the ether. You know, oh, okay, just waiting for like the the other shoe to drop, kind of. Kinda, yeah, right. Seems like, like that, no. right? Huh. I, don't I mean, know they why. went solo. I guess. Well, I am. I guess he's still somewhat prominent. Yeah, for you too. Yeah, she went yeah. solo too. Uh, I don't know. Just, that's just how it seemed to me. And then, like, it almost seems like okay, you had your fun in the sun, but that, but you know, that was a fluke, right? So stop trying to reemerge. You know, uh, just. No, I get you. Just, just, uh, just. Shh, shh, shh. What's that one? Just like that scene in Step Brothers where he's like trying to like bury him. Uh huh. He's like, just like you're waking the, the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that, I guess. Yeah, it's um, I mean, there's lots of, because I'm not saying that I'm have like a thing. I'm not that guy that has a thing against pop music. I like pop music. Uh, you know, Lady Gaga is a perfect example. She's a pop music, but she's also a musician, and you can tell the difference. You can actually tell the difference between songs that are overly produced by a bunch of different people. And songs that came from a real musician's art, like Adele. Adele's a pop artist, right? You know, and she, she, you know, you can tell those are her lyrics, though. She's a she's an artist. She's a musician. Uh, like I, you know, I, brought, I brought up Lady Gaga as an example. It doesn't mean just because you're a pop artist doesn't mean you're not you're authentic. It doesn't have to be you know that whole. But you can tell. You can absolutely tell the ones who are, and that's what they always seem to me like. Uh, you know, like it just hmm, I don't know. Like uh, lacking in the. Mm, like Authenticity, the substance department, substance maybe? value, <laughs> name okay. it. I mean, truth. Yeah. I mean, let's get it started. I mean, that could be the new theme song. We could like bring it back, like the reemergence. They're like, oh, we were about to call it quits, but then this podcast played us, so we're like, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Just give it another go, guys. Yeah, we'll get so much hate mail. <laughs> oh, um, what's in the Everybody news, man? Oh, uh, Hugh. Mr. Hugh Hefner, rest in Howard peace. Howard Hugh Hefner, that's like a combination of both. 91 know. years old, that's a big bucket of win right there, man. That's yeah, not bad, not bad. And the way he died is, uh, or the way he lived, I'll okay. say. People always ask me, how did Hugh Hefner die? I'd like to remind them, how did he live? Yeah, <laughs> I know, true, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, still that from like uh, 
the dragon the Bruce Lee story. <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce Lee's wife says that, like, because the mystery around his deaths, you know, whatever. That was pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you have to die. Icon, actually, is pretty. As much as like, what would you say? A modern feminist. Whatever you want to say, as much as they, right. they look, Hugh Hefner is that standard for male chauvinistic, right? For like people look at someone like, oh, he's just a a, a woman hater or doesn't give value, value whatever. You know, they, they, he gets very stereotyped into that sense because he represents the whole Playboy eternal bachelor kind of mentality. But it's a little unfair because uh, if you ever re- seen his interviews or read his book, he was very and even his actions. Yeah, he was very forward thinking. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like the. Uh, First major black musicians ever play, um, and like they weren't, they had their own. Cl- you know, he was the first one that brought him into the main, the mainstream, right? Because he was big into huge, huge, huge jazz, jazz guy, uh, huge jazz. Uh, actually, the Playboy Jazz Festival is a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And they yeah. St- it still goes on, but he was big into that, and you know, uh, gave you know black people equal rights, equal rights. That's uh, equal opportunities. I say, you know, that whole thing, uh, very forward in the way like women's rights. Uh, right. He he was very influential in that and kind of getting the equal ball role, m- movement rolling. Equality, yeah, 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 that whole yeah. thing. He's actually pretty, f- very, very forward thinking, and he was very much in the whole like, uh, not necessarily hippie mentality, but the um, the free love, free love sex, yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Like homose- whether you're homosexual or not, very, very, uh, like I said, non-conservative, I guess. But you you know a lot. He gets a lot of like. If if a if a if a guy or a girl or if a social justice warrior doesn't know much about him, they they see that oh he's that eternal playboy male chauvinistic he hates women type of he, huh. they, they they he gets that kind of facade, but that's really not true, not, not true at all. Very intelligent, very very caring, right? Yeah, very forward. Like I said, forward thinking. Like even like comparing him to like say like uh, Larry Flynn, like like the quality of like the, you know the. What they produce is completely different if you wanted to compare them, you know. But another guy who gets horribly misinterpreted, right? Right. Someone who, in that same mentality, you'd think like, oh, he's just some fucking dick who wants to see uh, women naked. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. actually he made some great points and very forward thinking, free speech and in censorship, anti censorship laws. Yeah. yeah. Courtney Love, man. Oh, that's a great movie. And uh, uh, she's one of those hit or miss girls as far as her acting career goes. I don't know. She was like. Like that, that was pretty much in the nineties. Well, her That's two movies back to back that I think she got nominated for were uh, People vs. Larry Flint and Man, Man on the Moon. Moon. And where she was like, "Wow, like, Absolutely. wow!" Incredible. Like cause those performances are. Man, she really can do this. And I think those were her sober days too, by the way. So I think there has yeah, been. Yeah, she cleaned up in the late nineties for a bit, and then she's on and off now, off and off yeah, the wagon. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on with her now, but yeah, like in her sober er, moments, you, you could tell like you know she's definitely an artist. Whether it's in her music or when she's on. Oh screen. yeah, that, that I don't think that was ever a question. Like, I like her. I like her music. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's I, one I, of my queens of rock. Yeah, definitely. yeah, she's definitely up there. But uh, yeah, I mean, where were you? Say? You're going to elaborate more on Larry Flint. Oh um, yeah, like I mean, I don't like you know just you know like just based on like the biopics and whatnot. Like I never really like read it too much into his life. Or read you, have you ever heard any interviews with him? Pretty uh, smart guy. Just like just like snippets, like you know when they just kind of mm-hmm. compile like, different things. Yeah. Do we got an update on our guest? Uh, yeah, I guess they're uh, stuck in some kind of traffic zone right now. Dude, you wanna? Uh, I know they're they're they're, they're make. Hold on a second. Okay, speak of the devil. Speak of the 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 she devil. I guess would be more appropriate, right? 
Okay, uh, Christine, welcome back to the show. We're really glad to have you on. Hi. <laughs> We're really glad to have you back on. Appreciate you coming through. A uh, little mission to get here, huh? A little what? A little bit of a mission to get here, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of traffic right now. I wonder why. Why is that? Yeah, around this time? They decided to um, fix the, the freeways tonight. Oh, Lord. Really? Yes. They're so stupid. My Uber <laughs> driver was like, wow, on a Friday night? Yeah. Good job. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, we were talking about uh, the death of uh, Mr. Um, Hugh Hefner, mm-hmm. Mr. the Playboy Bunny himself, and just uh, kind of like uh, how he was more of a forward thinker than people give him credit for, and did a lot of uh, things for women's rights and and African American musicians in the community and all that stuff, whatever. But like his death, how it impacted us. Did it impact you at all any bit? Did you, do you have a Playboy, a secret Playboy t- bunny tattoo that we don't know about? <laughs> no. I was going to shit on him, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Because uh, um, I was reading some facts about him today, and um, I, I was reading about uh, Marilyn Monroe and mm-hmm. how he basically took her photos and published them without her permission yeah. before she was famous. And... Um, I don't know. I thought that was fun. Can, can you scoot that mic up closer to you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. This <laughs> close enough? <laughs> yeah, she was the first actual, uh, actually uh, Playboy mo- model. Yeah. First cover and all that. 1957? 55? I don't know. Something like that, right? It's 50s, is, 1950s, right? This is before she was uh, famous. Yeah. She had to do a lot of explanation as to why she was on the cover of Playboy. She said she had no money. And um, whoever sold the photos, you know. Yeah. She had to eat. Yeah, and she well, she actually returned, so she she was back. Yeah. I guess she had a good relationship with him afterwards. I don't know what happened between the, uh, you know, who knows what fame. Yeah, maybe. no, well, just I mean, like when you have a cold hard fact and then without uh, context. Yeah, you know, it's always different. You're gotcha. like, oh shit, gotcha. you know. Uh, you seem a little down. Am I reading you right? Yeah. What's going down. on? You want to talk about it? Yeah, a couple so beers, or you want to talk about it? A couple. Be- yeah, I need. A, I need a couple of these. <laughs> All right. There's just so much going on right now in my life. Um, busy, busy, or in a uh, well deconstructive way. Usually, like I'm not used to like going through so much, but um, my grandmother, she's dying. Mm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So uh, today is my mom's birthday. Oh, oh. happy birthday to your mother. Yeah. And we don't really like talk, but I called her. Yeah. I wish happy birthday. She's like, your grandma's here. You want to talk to her? And I was like, I can't right now. Oh, that's that's a lot to ask, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Puerto Rico too, like all of these things all at once. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't been keeping off the uh, the web, so I've been seeing a lot of um, just awful things going on right now, especially with like Trump and stuff. Does it seem like this year has been a little bit, I mean, at least this summer, it's really been hitting pretty Mm -hmm. hard lately as far as natural disaster goes. Are you guys reading into that more than usual, like as far as like something behind the scenes going on, or do you think it's just like coincidental? Uh, No such thing as coincidence. Nope. Uh That's exactly what I was thinking today. I was like, there's no such thing as coincidence. So you think it's something supernatural? God is Um, giving us a message? Or the universe, whatever. (laughs) I think... Um, Mother Nature is just giving up. She's just well, not giving up. She's taking over. She's telling yeah. us, "Hey, she's what had enough. Are you doing, yeah, she's had enough. Enough of your. Uh, is her version of a spanking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, I gave you this, and look, look what you did. Yeah, I gave you this planet. You destroyed it. I gave you paradise. You threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> and I read that in like twenty. Is it twenty fifty? We're going to be out of uh, fuel. No more uh, fossil fuel. Oh, fossil fuels. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, they're already leaning towards, like, uh, I think even China, uh, which is one of the biggest, like, polluters, 
in the country, in the world next to cows, ironically. Yeah. But uh, Ch- uh, China's by the t- I think it's by the time it's twenty twenty I want to say twenty twenty eight. They're no longer going to be. You're, it's going to be illegal to drive um, uh, non uh, electric cars. They're 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 phasing them out basically. Hmm. Yeah. So they're they're going to start that whole um that process you know it, which is i mean it still seems like a long time away but yeah. it's a start you know True. they're giving everybody a chance you know uh to mm-hmm. get away from that it's i mean when you think about it like it's an antiquated way of thinking that whole that whole kind of reliance on we've had electric cars for decades literally decades and mm-hmm. we still haven't been able to phase yeah. them into you know popularity and a lot there is a whole little white hat conspiracy shit a uh, foil hat conspiracy thing to it where Okay, maybe it is the uh, in the industry, the oil industry controlling, the, the, keeping the electric car down. That whole oh, thing, okay. that or the Freemasons, right? Or the Freemasons. Yeah. <laughs> you seen that documentary, right? Like, yeah, uh, I, who killed the electric car? Yeah, uh, I think I think there was a guy in the seventies who, uh, I think it's from that documentary, the same one that I'm thinking. I saw it on YouTube, so I'm not sure. You know, there's a few on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If that's the same one I'm thinking of, the one where they had a guy that literally was able to get his car to run on water. And he yeah. mysteriously disappeared. Oh yeah, they had him killed. Yeah, yeah, they had, they had, yeah. yeah. that kind of they thing. Si- silence. Yeah, uh-huh. that's funny. Did you say that? And this was like in the late seventies when he figured it out. You know, it's crazy, right? I don't yeah, know. Like that, that kind of shit. Always like, yeah. I, I I always look at that and go like, figures. That's always that's <laughs> what I say to everything. Like yeah, figures. And you kind of shrub. I don't know. It's just weird. I I, I don't know. What do you guys like? Do you guys feel like? like are you guys still outraged? I think I'm not. I, I felt like I was. I got. You're asking me if I'm outraged. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember in middle school. I remember in high school. You know when rage is your favorite band, Rage Against the Machine, and you're just like, "What? This atrocity is going on? Fuck right. hell!" And you want to do something. You want to protest. Get all that, pumped up about yeah, it. Yeah, the rebellion, and you just want to do something. Uh, but now you just take the Twitter, I guess. Anyways, but yeah, like, but I, I feel like I'm so like, like yeah, man, that's the way the world is. It's fucked up. People suck. Blah blah blah. Fuck. Fuck. What else? What like, can you do? I feel not. <clears throat> I just feel this whole like, huh, yeah, fucking assholes. And that's how I feel now. As opposed yeah. to back then, like, man, we got to do something. Now yeah. I feel like, fuck, fucking assholes. You know, I just feel, it's almost like you've been in a marriage <laughs> for so long where you're like, whatever. You know, yeah. start giving up. It's this whole nonchalant, the fetus attitude, right? Or nihilist attitude. It's really because my mentality lately has been more of a nihilist yeah. than usual. And so I don't know if that's. And random and- I just feel like, man. Like you look at the big picture and everything's meaningless. Eventually, right? You get to enough point, and like ah, it's fucking pointless. You if you stay in the small picture, things still matter. Things still mean something. You got your family, your immediate family. You got your pets. You got your fucking, yeah. you know, your outside family, your friends. And then you go to the big picture, and like yeah, but it's all kind of point. Eh, everyone's gonna, you know, it all ends eventually. And what's the point of anything? Legacy? Who gives a shit? No one's gonna remember you in a fucking. I don't know. It just feels if it, like if you if you think about the big picture enough, eventually you just kind of defeat yourself. You, you become an nihilist. You become like, yeah, what's the point of anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what maybe that's the point of life in general. It's like stay in the small picture, stay into the things that matter closest to you. Those, those things are going to affect you directly. You know, look at the big picture in a political sense. Mm-hmm. How you know, like I bring it up all the time, like. How how much does politics affect our life directly? Unless we unless we have the actual every passion single for, day. Unless we have that actual your passion vote counts. To, to, okay, I guess. <laughs> no, kidding, See, that's what I'm talking about. Big picture, your yeah. vote count yeah. does it though? No, like, it doesn't. I, it you know, it's so, like I really I, I you know puppet on the left or puppet on the right. Who am I going to vote for? It's so, like a placebo effect, like you know, placebo you're just, effect. You're just, yeah. 
you know, so I'll stay, cents, so let's but, say small picture. Well, the mayor is probably going to affect me <laughs> directly. Okay, let's say you know keep that small picture. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 kind of mm-hmm. bullshit, yeah. it, it, just on a philosophical, an existential sense, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get know. you, I get you. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, John right. Mayer affects me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think, Christine? No, you like took the words out of my mouth. Like that's basically what I've been saying this whole time. But I say it and I scare my coworkers. I'm like, no, no, this is real. This is all in the yeah, this matters. Like, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you guys are young. You're not hardened by life. How many times have I said something like, oh, you're just young. Oh, you're a yeah. kid. You're a young kid. And I'm talking to someone like two years younger than me. He's like, you're not that young. You should know better. I really feel that way, but I don't want to tell them that to yeah. make them feel bad. You know, like, God damn. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I say crazy things. I sound crazy to them, but I'm, I'm just being myself. Well, I learned I have to stop ending my sentences with, you fucking moron. Yeah. I, I would end every yeah. sentence like that. Like, oh, I now I still think it, but I don't end it like that. I do that every day. It's yeah. just so hard. Like, you yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> that's hilarious uh other than that how you been other than the world's falling apart how you been yeah, totally <laughs> uh, i've been trying to hang on yeah um i went back to school cool and i mm-hmm. fucking hate it i'm oh. trying to finish that psychology degree yeah because i feel i can do so much but then i'm like Ugh, i'm gonna die soon so oh my god oh, there yes go. there you go <laughs> I care. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. Honestly, like, uh, when is the world going to end? Yes. When is the zombie apocalypse going to take over so we can do some shit that really matters? I don't know, man. Okay, so I'm not the only one that wants something to happen every day. I'm at work and I look out the window. I'm like, when's the big one going to happen? And my manager's like, shut up. I'm waiting for something disastrous to happen here so I can just laugh at everybody with degrees and like, look at you, you idiots, waste your time in school. (laughs) That's bad to say. The school's good, guys. (laughs) Stay in school. But is it though? Come on. Like, really? You're like, how much? uh, One of my favorite lines from Goodwill Hunting is like, you dropped $125,000 on the education you got for, you could have got for a buck 25 in late fees at the library. (laughs) I love, I love that line. That's when he's telling the how do you like the Maples guy? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I love that line because it's so true. Like the thirst for knowledge comes from you. The knowledge is out there; it's ready for you. Yeah. Just because, uh, like, I, this is one of the reasons I, you know, I stopped going to church a long time ago. It's because I got tired of some asshole on the stage telling me what he thinks is the truth. Like, I, I man, I learned how to read when I was two. I'm good. <laughs> I can interpret this for myself and let me get what I. I feel the same way about college professors. You know, they're gonna. They're, where are they reading from? The same book that I can buy from the same. I can rent from the same library. It's just my version of interpretation as opposed to his. You know. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays with podcasts, I feel like, oh, my God, the lectures I can get from anyone else who views I line up with or views I agree with or views who contradict them. But but I, I definitely hate hmm, how to put this. Man, this is going to sound arrogant. I don't mean it this way. I swear to God, I apologize. I'm trying to be humble, but I hate hearing a lecture from someone who I think I know more than him about. You know what I mean by that? that? Sound like, I, um Excuse me. Doesn't sound arrogant. Yeah, I, I just, I just like, I, I hate hearing something like, man, this guy. I don't think he knows what he's talking about, and he thinks he does, and I disagree with him completely. You know, and I'm like, but you can't do that at a, at a you know, you can't do that at school. Was you that you in high school though? Yeah, it was me in high school. Yeah, <laughs> half the teachers uh, uh, appreciated, it and half the teachers like, fuck this guy, get out of here. I'm trying, to, trying to earn a paycheck. Get out of here. And I, pre- and I, I get it now. I. It was a time and place thing. But that's the whole reason, like, if I had a choice in high school, I'd just stop going to high school. I'm good, man. I got the books. Let me learn. I like to read and let me do it myself, you know. But, you know, whatever. The system is a system, right? We yeah. got to play along. Stick it to the man. Yeah. Let the man stick it to you. <laughs> and now, I mean, I think it's easier nowadays in this current world, especially in the job sense where it's easier and easier to get a good job without uh, necessarily a college degree. 
But there are certain things that are just going to necessarily have to have a certification or your degree for or whatever. And you have to play along if you want that specific job, whatever it is, you know. But I like I, I was really, really strongly. I, I, I'm just strongly against someone preaching to me when uh, when like I, I have the knowledge available from my hands. Let me interpret it myself. You know, I don't know. I, that's how it's been. No, I, you guys, you I know what I'm talking about. What you're doing, but um, what you're saying, but um, I feel like the the generation um, below us, and then from them, they they're not all going to college. Have you noticed Generation Z really isn't going to college? It's getting less and less. Probably yeah. it's probably the extreme fucked up parts about the student loans. That's why I think that's one. I think the more is how regulated college is getting mm-hmm. and you can't you can't do do or say anything without offending anybody and there's so oh, many one of those. so many rules now you like really college can. environment has changed completely yeah now, I mean really really like crazy to the point where like uh yeah uh, Milo Yiannopoulos he was like they, the riot was started because he was gonna speak at one I think up in Berkeley he was gonna speak at a fucking like event or whatever, and we don't want him because he's very kind of like out there and he's very Melchor type, you know. <laughs> he's one of those guys, you know. And I don't just mean because he's gay, but he's like really in a, he says extreme things to get your attention, and then he's trying to make his points, whether you agree with him or not. I, I understand he's yeah, like I said, he's out there, you know, and people can I can see how people get offended, but to protest Ooh. his him trying to speak. Come well, on. Why do they get offended? There's so many of these so-called like troll-like people yeah. who yeah. are on YouTube and yeah. they say outlandish things. They do outlandish things for views, yeah. for attention. For attention, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, bad publicity is good publicity, I say. Yeah, it's in this day and age, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the whole... I mean, we're living in a Kardashian world and that's mm. exactly what that is. We yeah. really are. Ugh. Oh, my God. Thanks, yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, that's the truest oh. disaster right there. <laughs> fuck Mexico. <laughs> fuck uh, her, her, what's it, uh, Irma, Jose. Uh, no, it's... It's, the, it's it's Ryan Seacrest that started this. He's the asshole that's causing the greatest national disaster. Oh my lord! What was the uh, what was that one show on MTV way back when? Which one? Was it uh, <laughs> the <laughs> vaguest <laughs> question of all time? No, I, I Road Rules, like, uh, no, reality um, show, TRL, TRL. Oh yeah, TRL yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was that him or was that that was uh, Carson, Carson Daly? Daly. Oh, okay. uh-huh. Carson Daly. Yeah, K Rock, K Rock DJ, Carson Daly. <laughs> was he really? Ryan yeah. Seacrest started on American Idol. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. He was the host, the intro, uh, not even a host, like an introducer. Yeah, like he MC? was. He was like just this up. person that came out of nowhere, and like I remember making fun of him. I was in the ninth grade. I'm like, who is this shit? And look at him <laughs> now. He makes a shitload of money. He's on literally. He replaced Regis from. Yes, Lively. yeah. I he's just found Regis? that out today. Yeah, yeah, he's with Kelly. Yeah, that's everybody it. said he's amazing, and I'm like, watch out, Mark Consuelos. <laughs> no. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, <laughs> he's a good looking guy, Mark Consuelos. I like oh, him. Yeah. yeah. Love him. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and she's cool too. I like her. She's pretty cool. Uh, what's her name? Kelly Ripa, right? Kelly yeah. Ripa. yeah, she's real cute. That's like, funny. has that bubble personality, which can get annoying. Bubbly. That's cool, cool in small doses. Yeah, in doses, definitely in doses. Like, I feel like Kristen Bell, who I like a lot from The Good Place. <laughs> she's like that. Like, someone with too much bubble. Per- I'm way too negative for that kind of shit. I like. I appreciate it because I appreciate a little sun. Every now and then, because I'm so fucking negative, but so I appreciate it. But when it gets to the point where, like, okay, it's been ten, it's been ten minutes, I'm all sunned out now. I'm in good company then, you know? yeah. <laughs> because my coworkers tell me I'm so negative. Oh yeah, but it, hey, I appreciate the feedback. I need that. Yeah, well, I I look, I don't find like all my favorite people are negative, but as long as you can be funny with it or say something of value, by all means. It's not like I I hate um, 
how would you say it? You know Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that person. Where you're bubbly and poppy for, and you just have nothing to contribute except annoying catchphrases? Man, go fuck <laughs> yourself, dude. You know, that's, that's how, how you make it to Harvard, man. That's yeah. I guess yeah. so, man. I guess so. That whole <laughs> clueless mentality. Don't get me wrong. I like the movie Share, but that's, no, a, no, no, that's just, an hour and a half kidding. movie. I'm good with that. They give me a whole day of a person that actually is like that? No, boy, no, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'll have a beer and some headphones and yeah, I can tune you out. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty really good. What are your. Uh, I mean, you're you're, are you, you're pretty similar to yourself too, love, right? You like hanging out with, I don't say like, but are you more around darker people, or you would say? Well, I am pretty dark skinned, so yeah, I think of it's course. definitely a reflection of you know what comes within, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it, uh, like, it, it's um, it's like um, kind of like you know, like uh, like say like you're in the pool for a while, yeah, you get used to it, then you get out and it's cold, yeah. It's like when you're around like like-minded individuals, you're kind of like at your home base, and then. Somebody kind of like tries to like give you all that pep, you know. It's like, ooh, it's a, like it stings a little bit just because like you're not used to like. It's the definitely sun, an adjustment. You know? <laughs> the, uh, the uh, to say the least, to say the least. Yeah, that, you you put it better to the peppiness. Because it is like it's like oh, okay, you know, like you know, you're watching a show. There's like that's that peppy character. All right, you know, go away now. Then let's mm. get back to the to the story. But yeah, a little too much of that. Like I don't. It's like you know, like yeah, it burns. You know? I mean, I can't even think of any comedian that I like that is like. I know there's peppy comedians and. I'll give an example. Like, I hate anybody who's a ventriloquist comedian. <laughs> oh, like uh, Larry Dunham? Yeah, I Was think so. Larry Dunham? Something Dunham, right? Some, yeah. Well, I, I don't like Lena Dunham either, so fuck her. I can't stand fuck her. her. I cannot <laughs> you stand either. her. Yeah, nothing I'm in good company now, if you guys both agree. <laughs> like, I don't even, like, I've never seen that show. Jeff Dunham, oh by the way. Jeff Dunham. Yeah, that was it, you. yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I never... like. Oh, I, I tried. No, I tried yeah, to watch it. Don't No inclination watch to watch it. Dude, ever. I tried. I tried, okay. and it was like... Because I was like, what is the big fucking deal? Don't do it. I, it was so bad, don't man. Do it. It's so bad. It's... Man, spoiled little... I, I don't even know how to explain it. A spoiled little rich girl who, who, who's entitled and... Like, what, what, why, why do we find this person interesting? How do you want me to relate to somebody who's gotten everything given to them? I can't. And they, that kind of mentality creates a certain kind of personality that mm. I, that I cannot relate to you. I don't know. Cause there's some people that the more, uh, I dropped that, the more I drink, I'm like, okay, it's tolerable. And there's some people that the more I drink, the more like, fuck, I do not, I want to finish this bottle so I can break it over their <laughs> fucking head. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's that kind of personality. Gotcha. And then the whole, uh, without even getting to how she is in her personal, I'm talking about this her show <laughs> not getting into her personal life how how dumb she is and ignorant and how political and political in the wrong way the shit she like, says Oh my yeah. God. Oh, like sexually fucked up. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. Uh, oh, like yeah. there's some shit with her, like dad, kind of sister. sister and her, her sister. sister. She, yeah. she molested her sister allegedly, and she laughed about it. And people thought it was funny, and others were like, "Why is that funny?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have an opinion about what she did. Like, I don't know how to put my sh- myself in her shoes and be like, "Okay, I molested my sister." Ha ha ha. Oh, and she like she said that same thing about uh, abortion. Like, I don't know how to put myself in those shoes. I wish, I wish I was pregnant so I could have an abortion so I could know how they feel. <laughs> That's like, funny though. What? Sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's something I would say. <laughs> you know that kind of shit. Like, what are you talking? about? It's just really weird. Um, I'm not a fan of her personality as a person. I'm not a fan of her acting. I'm not a fan of her anything. Anything, anything she's ever done. I don't know, man. Her existence. I, and then there's it's too much of an in your face of like, <laughs> yes, I'm not uh, conventionally uh, like the weight thing. 
Like, yes, I'm not. And it's too much of this whole like. That's an excuse. Well, no, I just feel like because, you know, there's people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm proud of my weight and whatever. Yeah. But she's oh, okay. one of these people that are like, yeah, I'm fat. So what? I'm like, man, I didn't say anything. And it's <laughs> part of the show, too. By all, oh, is it? It's gross. But I'm like, by all means, it's uh, be fat. I like fat chicks. What are you talking about? And she's not fat. She's just a little overweight. But regardless, she's like, yeah, so what are you going to do about it? Like, you, she already has that chip on her shoulder. And like coming at me like like if I'm gonna say something because she's judging me on the way I, I uh, kind of like putting judgments into your mouth so you can kind of like dish them yeah. back. Yes, exactly. Like you have these comebacks ready just because you think I'm gonna react a certain way. What are you talking about? That's the uh, kind of thing. She no, portrays. I will not make out with you. Like, <laughs> That's like, how a lot of people are these days. Though. Yeah, it seems I've like noticed it. it. Like yeah. right before you say anything, they jump down your throat. You're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> well, I take a step anything. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your side here. I was until uh, until, until two minutes ago, that. psycho. Now fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> now fuck you, fat piece of shit, bitch. <laughs> right. The mean girls watch where you're going, fat ass. Oh, I love that part. Home <laughs> girl won me over, man. Body positivity and everything until you fuck with me. Yeah. And you're fat. <laughs> now I'm insulting the shit out of you. Now you're dumb and fat, bitch. What? Now you're annoying. Oh, my God. I could put up with either one. If you're nice, I could have put up with any of it. But you're not nice, so now I have to fuck you, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, that's how it feels like, right? You could be dumb. You could be fat. You could be ugly. You could be uh, whatever the fuck. But if you're nice to me, oh, by all means, I have no reason not to disrespect you. You're being very polite. Oh, but if if that goes out the window, oh, man, it's all, oh, bitch, fuck you. Let's go. <laughs> Guy or girl, fuck you, man. Let's go. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's sad the way the world's going, but at the same time, it's like you look back and like, has the world ever been not fucked up? You know, I mean, you look, how much fucked up shit time. has there happened since the ancient? Time? Like, we'd like to think like, uh, well, you know, not to get political right away, but mm-hmm. the whole make America great again. Like, dude, there's there's been good times, there's been bad times in all eras, and you, even before this country was born, like we we go back to. Like I always, I bring this up with Lofi, but look at look at the the age of wisdom. You know, the ancient Greek civilization. They were fucking raping little boys oh, at that right. time. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty fucked up, man. Back then, and it was a commonality. It was just like, hey, this is just. Oh what my we god, did, you know? know, that's as bad as you, yeah. And it was a real common thing. Like, there's never there's never an era where you can point to like, yeah, that we need to get to back to that point. Like, dude, there people. I, I just it's in there. It's in the nature. Human to, nature. Human nature. It's, it is, man. To be, you know, fuck, fucked up psychologically in some way or another, mm. and it's gonna fuck up the world, They're, or it's gonna fuck up the view of people uh, of, of the world in certain ways, you know. Mm. And uh, and in the same part, there's great aspects of certain things where we, if you have that perspective towards the negative, you're gonna see negative. If you have the perspective towards the positive, you're gonna see. You're gonna be naive. <laughs> you're gonna be very that's ignorant to the rest of the real shit that's going on. There's have to be a balance down the road, you know, down the middle. Yin and yang for yin and yang is real shit for a reason, right? Yeah, Let's have yeah, some yeah. balance. Let's have some duality. Let's walk the line, and then take the good, take the best out of the worst, and the worst out of the best, and we meet somewhere in the middle and have that gray area. That's where we all should yeah. live in this gray area where we're not too cynical, where everything we say is negative, and we're not too poppy, where everything is we say is naive. Let's walk somewhere in the middle and see both sides of everything, you know. If only. How would you balance that? I'm trying to think. That we balance. How <laughs> would you convince people yeah. to balance things out? Yeah, that's what it is, right? With beer. Yeah. With weed yeah. and beer. Uh, I can dig that. I can dig that. That's what it takes. Yeah. That, that, that way. Drinking. Weed and beer will humble you if you think you're shit. And weed and beer will make you think like, oh, things aren't that bad. Okay. <laughs> that's how it goes. You know, that's how huh. that's how you reach it. With, oh, whatever. I'm just using weird beer. I, whatever your your thing is, your whatever your, your your break from reality is. That's how you do it, you know? Humble yourself, 
You know, like, uh, uh, what was it? Like, take uh, Donald Trump needs to take acid. He needs to take ayahuasca or DMT, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he can grow the fuck up instantly, you know? That'd be a good one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but do you feel like the world was quieter back then before Twitter and Facebook and Instagram? You think it would be a different world if we didn't have... The That's social media, put it, yeah. The like, social media the aspect question. is definitely good and bad for that part, too, though. Yeah. You know, the, uh, wasn't that the impressive Egyptian regime overthrown through social media? Remember, I uh, I think this was so recently hieroglyphics. <laughs> uh, recently, like a year ago, like it was like the the re- there was an uprising in rebellion, and they were communicating through I think it was either Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Hmm. But that's how they were communicating, and they didn't break. I mean, it, you can use it for good and use it for bad because really, it's all it is is communication, right? Oh yeah, I remember that time they were communicating to the outside world that yeah. way. Because nobody were, knew what was going on. No, nobody knew what was going on. And they were able to, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's good and there's bad. Like, I, I know for sure that Jesus saves little boys with cancer if they have a thousand likes. And that is <laughs> number one. <laughs> no. There's this great meme. One like, one respect. There's this great meme uh, that it's, it shows an old school picture of Jesus with kids. Uh-huh. And he's and it has, oh, like, yeah. a phone inserted. He's like, 999 likes. Fuck, I'm going to have to kill this little kid. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that. But uh, no, no. In the real sense, like it could be used for good or, or bad. However, I think, man, I don't know. Because I always uh, equate the internet to the modern day printing press, the Gutenberg printing press that was, you know, in sixteen twenty seven, whatever the date was. But like that's, that's the first Bible, right? Uh, that's the Gutenberg? first book he printed was the Bible. Um, but it was the point was that this is the first time you have information to the masses all at once, where they it wasn't given before that. Before that, you weren't able to. You had to handwrite everything, so it'd take forever, and and the the masses, the regular people, weren't allowed to read the Bible. So you had a priest read them out to you, and their interpretations. It might going back to what we were talking about beginning, their interpretations of how it was supposed to be. So that's why you had the fractions once the Gutenberg Bible was printed, because everybody got their hands on this and like, hey man, this isn't what it says at all. I don't have to pay money to you to forgive me for my sins. What the fuck, you know? Fuck you. That's how that's how the division became. But like. Dude, I think we're getting ripped off. The church is literally ripping us off, which was another form of government. So basically the government or the church was ripping you off for money. Oh, big fucking surprise. <laughs> oh, there was corruption in the in the, in the government and the uh, church. Who knew? So, and now that we got this information, we can do something about it. Literally what's going on right now with the Internet. You know, uh, what happened with Snowden? You know, what happened with any time uh, information gets leaked? The government tries to get something over you. But now that we have the Internet and things are more easily shared with information, like... Hold on, hold. Even with Obama, who I who I really liked as a president, but there was for like a week we were about to go to war with Syria because of the chemical bombings and all that. Yeah. And then massively on media, social line, he got so much negative feedback. Like, no, 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 we're not doing this shit again. Don't bust the don't bust the bush again. We're not sending us somewhere we don't belong and send troops there and shut down completely. Never heard anything more about Syria ever again. Even though that shit still happened, quote unquote. You know, <laughs> like like. Uh, we have the information. It can be used in good. It's a tool, man. Yeah. The internet is a tool. Social media is a tool. Religion is a tool. It can be used for good or for bad. You know, whether you want to be a Muslim that believes in uh, in uh, equality among all races, and be, or whether you want you want to get those seventy two virgins when you die, allegedly, you know, <laughs> uh, and you wanted to go become a suicide bomber, and kill a bunch of people. Right? Your tool is a tool. Or uh, Westboro Baptist Church, another example. You know. Oof. Uh, it was a funny meme about uh, Hugh Hefner 
um, like if you have heard was Muslim and it says like oh, you get to heaven it's like here you go 72 virgins and then uh, he ever responds like oh that seems like that doesn't seem like a lot <laughs> it was pretty like oh that fool was good. living in heaven already before he died uh, yeah man I don't know I went a little uh, rant I don't know if people I hope I don't get no angry letters sorry y'all or not angry letters I'll get angry tweets like <laughs> um, it's to be expected right I mean you can't say anything nowadays without just. Oh, I've I, man, I've gotten blocked so much on 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 social media. Like that's a lot of fun. Oh man, dude. <laughs> well, it's not fun when it's thirty days, and then I and then as soon as I one time this happened, like it was, I literally just got off a thirty day res, like my third thirty day restriction. I made one comment, and then in within that same hour, I was blocked again. And because it happened so close to my last restriction, another thirty days. I was literally like, "What the fuck?" I just threw my hands. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm done." Fuck, man. You know that kind of bullshit. Censorship. I'm very strongly against censorship. I don't. I. I, I was just telling my boys about that. Or my boys, my boy, and my 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 kids. Uh, like, cause I don't censor them to anything, and I just don't. I just don't. I don't agree with it. It just leads. I think censorship leads to. Uh, I don't want to keep truths from them. You know, I I want to explain myself. But I don't want to keep truths from them. Yeah. With the exception of sexual things for obvious reasons right but, but <laughs> as far as that point yeah as far as like the way i speak to them is the same way i'm speaking to you guys right now i don't <laughs> want to censor myself and uh, even though they're not allowed to cuss in front of me uh, they can cuss at school if they want but they're not allowed to cuss in front of elders just a respect thing right politeness thing uh, but I, I i don't i don't want to be hypocritical about it you know because i i'm very strongly against censorship so i, I preach that to them and like you know let them watch whatever the fuck they want you know that kind of thing that's good parenting uh, maybe we'll find I out. Think. We'll find out if they get rid. They're <laughs> good kids, kids now. They're yeah. really good kids now. But we'll find out if they actually. You're on the episode. My son was on earlier. <laughs> he, we we were talking with him earlier. <laughs> he was on here. Yeah. When you hear it back, you'll be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, what about your son? You uh, you brought up kids. You're, no no plans on having any. Never. Never. Um, no, I get asked this question on a daily basis. And daily? Why? Me. Because people see that I'm getting older and I've been married for like 10 years. And yeah. Like, so what about him? Congratulations. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what about him? Like, well, we discussed this. No children, you know. And then now it's gotten to the point where people ask me, I'm like, you know what? If I could rip out my own uterus, I would. <laughs> and that has ceased all questions. Why would you just say you're barren? I was like, I'm ba- I can't I should, have should, right? Yeah, and then just give the sob story. Like, I can't have children. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And no more questions. Yeah. It's awkward now, people right? get yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just brutal. I just like. You know, I like to. Look, uh, can we get another beer sheet for this? Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I just like to uh, sometimes make people uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Lady, you're. <laughs> we should hang out more. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Me too. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, thank you. Is it like, I love that face, that awkward face where they're like, they don't know what to say. That's my favorite part where they don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, they're just like. My boss loves it. Yeah. He's like, Vargas, you're. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're continuing. So you get asked that all the time, and I do because but, people har- harass you about it. Almost like, well, why not? Or they like that kind of bullshit. Uh, yeah, they just they they just want to know why, why they why? can't fathom it. Why, right? Oh my god, why you're a woman? You should be. No, I've never been a maternal type of per- woman uh-huh. person. I don't. Yeah, person. There we go. Yeah, we'll use the correct term, person. <laughs> Z, Z, what is it? Z, Z, uh, fuck, I forgot it. Yeah, whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's Z something. Like whatever. You you're no longer referred to them as he or she. They're a sh- they're a Z or whatever. Like X. No, yeah. I think uh, yeah. It is X. Yeah, because they use Latins. And La- Latin X. X. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah, so that's like it is. Yeah. You know, but uh, 
I've never been maternal. I don't know. Ever since I was a little girl, okay? At four years old, I can remember just like being grossed out by infants. Mm-hmm. And ever since then. Babies are weird looking. I don't they know. Are. I don't they know where like it comes from. Heads. You know, psychologists would say that uh, I had some trauma. Mm-hmm. I probably did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything stems from there, I guess. Like, there, I mean, every, like, everything has a... a I don't want to say trauma. Something traumatic happens, so I don't know you're traumatized. Like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But it's really just life happening. Right? You, know, you know, just get doing something, get over it. You're reacting to a certain way. Some of it stays with you. Some of it doesn't, you know. Yeah. Plain and simple. The whole thing about, I think it's so, like, I, like I talked to my cousin Denise about this. Shout out to you, Denise, because I know you listen. Uh, oh, real quick. Speaking of shout outs, my boy Jesse Hernandez. He's an older fella. He used to be in a punk band in the 80s. We were ta- I was talking to him. Uh, earlier and I told him and you know he was talking he was listening to the show and he was digging it so I told him I give him a shout out on tonight's episode so shout out to you buddy um what you call it well, I was talking to my cousin Denise about it because uh, she's been with her guy for a long time and she's about the same age as myself and no kids and she just doesn't not, no rush not necessarily that they don't have never plan on it but just no no rush but co- you know how it is that family parties constantly getting oh, asked yeah. right and I was like that's such an anti- antiquated way of thinking it's not like it's not like we're living in the 1200s where, where infantile, infanticide was a big thing where, you know, you had 12 kids and seven of them died. And that's <laughs> why you had a lot of kids because you wanted the, the things to survive your name. You know, the whole survival of the fittest thing, the whole uh, um, um, just evolutionary speaking, you right, need right, to right. have a lot of kids. It's the way and, of life. Yeah, that's to survive. You ha- it's a genetic instinct that no longer applies in this world where we're overpopulated. It no longer applies to a society where we no longer need to have kids in order to survive to carry on your name or whatever the fuck. It just doesn't apply anymore. People can, yeah, people can be together without having, needing to have kids or wanting to have kids. And it's so hard for people to, for someone who's not, who still kind of has like basic programming, I guess you would say. Was that a fr- <laughs> like fair way to say it? Basic programming or basic program. genetics or genetic program where they think like, oh no, we need to, that's the whole point of life is to have kids and continue on. Is it? <laughs> I guess. Maybe like uh, 30,000 30, years ago it was and it doesn't apply anymore. You know, you got to. Uh, surpass your basic program. It may, if you want to have kids eventually, yeah, by all means. But it's not a thing anymore where it should be. It shouldn't be a surprise to you if like uh, someone doesn't want to have kids or there is no need. There's no maternal need for them to have exactly. it. Look, I wonder why you don't. What's wrong with you if you don't have a maternal need to have kids? I'm evolved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at it like good. that. That's yeah, I'm good. evolved. <laughs> I don't have to put that into the description. <laughs> I like that you speaking truth, Goop. I like. <laughs> But yeah, I get it all the time, all the time. Or customers will say to me, oh, yeah, when you're older and you have children, I just look at them like, bitch, do you know how old I am? (laughs) (laughs) Genetics. That's (laughs) That's funny. That's pretty good. I appreciate you coming on. You're uh, the second girl in a row. We're we're trying to mix it up a little bit more. We uh, getting more female guests on our show. And last last week we had a female guest. Uh, nope, I'm sorry. The week before the week we before, did, yeah. uh, technically. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so I appreciate you coming on. And you're one of the fan favorites. I always like love what you have to say, especially when you don't make me look like an asshole. The o- <laughs> or at least the only one, right? <laughs> what, Steve? People make you look like an asshole. Oh no, I, no. Sorry, I meant say, like I'm the only one. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm glad there's a fellow one. <laughs> Like, hey, man, we're just what a quote unquote like, uh, um, you know, when people's like, oh, why are you saying this? It's just like, I, I, I don't want to say like, I'm just being real or I'm just speaking the truth. Like, I'm just honestly, I just feel like well, I, I think that's just this? how life is. I why just, not? Yeah, dude, isn't it that way? Right? You know? yeah. yeah. Why am I so negative? Like, I don't, I don't get. Yeah, sorry, know. psych. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, I, I do have a negative point of view. 
on things maybe I'm not as but it's not like I'm not happy I'm very very happy it's not it doesn't stop me from enjoying myself I'm not moping around with a razor blade on my wrist <laughs> ready to go any second you know I'm not it's not like I'm doing that but I just have a kind of a realistic point of view and I'm okay with sh- things being shitty like well, okay you know I, I, that's the way I feel like I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna let myself get bothered by the way shitty the outside world is yeah. is that fair to say yes you know, maybe when I was younger, I would. Maybe I was younger, it, it bummed me out just to even think about how fucked up things are because things are fucked up. But now I've reached a point where, like, if I'm letting it, if I'm letting it get to me, then that's my bad because I'm letting it get to me because it's not like the world's gonna change. So I need to change. I need to get numb to it. You know, that's, that's a perfect way of explaining it. I mean, that's the way I feel. That's yeah. the way I am every single day. And I don't apologize for it because I don't feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes um, a room will become silent when I say something. And I'm like, did I say something bad? Oh, and like, been there, you know, fucked that. up. Been there, done that, girl. Yeah. Been there and done that on stage. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, well then you deal with it. Yeah. I'm not going to say sorry. Yeah, I think there's, well, I definitely do think there's a, a difference between like, because I know people are be like, oh, don't apologize for who you are. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't apologize for who you are. But you got to just be yourself, that kind of thing. But I, I definitely feel that there's a way where, like, hold on. But if you're just being mean to be mean, if you are if you are generally a mean person, maybe you should apologize for who you are. Yeah, there's a difference, right? <laughs> there, there is a is. difference. I hope so, right? And people don't – I don't think people learn a difference because, like, you, you're uh, – let's say someone's, like, being ru- a customer. You have customers, right? Yes. Let's say they're overreacting. They're being they're in the wrong and they're just going crazy oh and they're God. overreacting like what? No, you or give my whatever, right? And they're like they don't want to like oh man, they realize they're wrong like, "Well, that's just who I am. I'm not apologizing for who I am." <laughs> like, you're you probably should apologize this time because you're you're overreacting, you're you're yelling at someone who has nothing to do with why you're angry, etc., right? You're just you're a shitty person. You're acting real shitty. You're a customer. You know, you think you're entitled, whatever, right? Yes. And like, exactly. well, that's just who I am and I'm not apologizing for who I am. Like, maybe you should and maybe you should change who you are because that's a pretty shitty way to act. You know, that's the difference between someone who is just being has a, happens to have a realistic point of view, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I always that always bugged me when someone who's like, "Well, I'm just being real. I'm, this is who I am." Yeah, no, there's a difference. Whoop. You don't I, take responsibility for yourself. That's it. Yeah. I take responsibility for what I say. Like, if I really did hurt someone I care about, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I said that." Yeah. You know, let me explain it to you in a way that might make you feel better. Exactly. You know? So you explain yourself to make it. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's yeah, how yeah. I am. I don't. I don't say like, "Well, that's who I am. Deal with it." Yeah. Like, I never. <laughs> I don't, I'm not entitled in that way. You know, I do take responsibility for every single thing I do. A hundred percent. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> I like that. How about yourself, Lovey? You ever deal with, uh, well, I know you worked in the service industry for a little bit too, right? Oh yeah. Dealing with like customers and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, every, well, I guess or just, just generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Just dealing with people like Shitty. we're, um, like for me, it's a, like, I've always kind of been like, you know, the, the, the George Harrison of the. Of the group or whatever you know, oh I'm, I'm just listening. That's high. That's Lofi. Oh my lord, Lofi! Oh, yeah. You're giving yourself high. <laughs> George Harrison is a genius. No, I'm not. I didn't mean oh, like God. musically. You're, you're the Doogie House to it. You're like I'm just. I'm more the Doogie Howser of the group. Like oh my god. Oh, oh that'd, that'd be pretty cool. I wish. I wish <laughs> I, I could be that like that. Credit though, Lofi. George like, Harrison. Yeah. Twelve years of I would give you that credit, but you giving yourself that credit. Oh my I lord. If Christine says it's okay, then yes. That's very true. Who am, I to argue? My ego. Who am I to argue? No, this is like the most intellectual conversation that I have when I'm around you guys. Like on my daily in my daily life, I just I'm bored. 
I'm miserable because I just can't find any kind of like stimulation. Connection, yeah. Okay, stimulation. Mm-hmm. Sapiosexual. We were talking about that earlier. Oh. Like people who get only turned on with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, yeah, maybe that way, but <laughs> <laughs> just stimulated mentally, right? Right. Uh-huh. right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's, man. Honestly, like I find myself just like with my headphones most of the time listening to a podcast. Uh, you know, you know, listen to Joe Rogan interview somebody who knows more than him about everything. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like when you. Not that I don't mind. I love getting, like, I was just, my buddy Jesse Hernandez, right? Getting to know him, uh, worker, right? New worker I just ran into. And I, I love hearing someone's life story. I, you know, everyone has their interesting, it, well, you know, everybody has something interesting because it hasn't happened to you yet. Right. You know, right, it's something right. like, oh, it's yeah. different than what you've experienced. And it's cool to see something through somebody else's point of view. So it, it uh, but as far as like, okay, well now let's get into uh, someone who like ourselves. We established, we've known each other forever. Well, now let's talk about something essential or philosophical or just you know, like if you want to really do meaning of life shit, you know, right, right, yeah, yeah, or yeah, me, yeah. Even, even me and you love when we have uh, little uh, quarries. I don't want to say debates; they're not debates, but arguments or about like, uh, like opposing, uh, yeah, opposing oppos- views, right, right, about whatever. Uh, Whatever movies, whatever religions, whatever political, you know, whatever it is, like that's great. And even if we're not, I almost want to be to the people of the world. Like, you see how this conversation went? We're not cussing at each other. We're not choking each other's throats, but we're still <laughs> having a great conversation of in opposing views. You know, like right. I want to think that's how. You like, look, internet. This is how it's supposed to be. Done. <laughs> you always want to do that way, like civilized. Like our own wicked how. This is civilized. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Like, uh, and I feel that. It's, this world so quick, easily just to be like, how many times I, I, how many, how many times can you go back and forth and argue before just like, man, fuck you, fag, like, oh my god, zero to sixty already, that escalated quick. Oh my god, okay, are we there already? I guess, okay, you know, right? I don't know, man. That's no, happened to me on the internet. Someone, like, fuck you, faggot. I'm like. All right. Jeez. Thank you. Are you okay? What's going on, man? You want to talk about it? Some Xanax for yeah. you. Zan- like... Dude. Zanny. I got weed right now, man. You need to chill out. That's pretty good. Uh, actually, we're going back to you, Lovey. What were you... Uh, yeah, what are your experiences with the everyday life of someone who... Uh, not someone, but let's... A stimulated conversation, right? Do you get that at, at, uh, in your regular workplace or your mm. school place or wherever? Well, you said, like, you know, I'm just like... I'm kind of like more like in the background, you know, like, you know, like I know everybody, like I'm cool with everybody, but it's a more wallflower type thing. Yeah, pretty much. You know, Uh, like, you know, when I was barely starting out, though, like I I didn't talk to anybody. It was just more like feeling everybody out, you know, like the stuff people say, the stuff people talk about. And of course, just like with any other like workplace, it's just like cheese men, just people talking shit. That's like literally like 99 percent of everything, you know. Then, like, you know, here and there, you know, might get caught up in these, like, little random conversations. Like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I saw this movie. Oh, I was like, what'd you go see? Uh, I saw it. It's like, oh, what'd you think about it? I was like, it was okay, you know. It's like, yeah, it was pretty good, you know. It was funny. Yeah. Like, little things, like, okay, you know, finally, like. You get to we, we, break the ice a, a, a eventually. Point. Well, not so much just breaking the uh, ice, but just trying to, like, find a common oh, point. Oh, relatable thing. Something like, to relate on. Like, I, I've always mentioned this, you know, just, like, everybody's a big fan of, like, Medea movies. <laughs> and, and I, I, I can't, man. I, I just, I'm just like, damn. Like, am I like? And I, I don't say anything, you know. Like, I just hear like, oh my god. No, know? but in the back, in your head, you're like, I'm not like, talking to this person no more. <laughs> well, it's like, no. Like, I just know where this person's like movie preferences or like their movie buffness is at. You know, where it's like, okay, you like this, so I guess I can't bring like up. Uh, I can't bring up like 
Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou with you, you know. Oh, like, yeah. It's like one of those, you know. It's a great theory. I just recently learned on that one, too, by the way. Yeah. For Life Aquatic? Yeah. On the Wes Anderson films in general. I'll get into it right now, yeah. Oh, okay. Just remind me. Oh, we'll do. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's weird when, because um, I'm not like that at all. You know, like, uh, like I was at an office, brand new, because I, I go place to place for my job, like, so I'll meet brand new people maybe, all the time? yeah, every couple of days, right? Uh, just different location, different location. Not most no. of them are mental health clinics. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, so, so. I, I, know, to one I know how that is. Did you? Yeah, so but I mean, sure. I, I mean, I'm mostly I'm, I'm speaking with like you know the security <laughs> personnel, obviously, but as a patient, <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. But most of them are lately they have been that or even some social services places, whatever it is, right? Um, but you go and I mean, I speak with someone like, and I can kind of fill them out for just based on their view. Right. I'm not their view. I mean, their look like, OK, I know who to be professional around. I can tell who the military guys are. I can tell who the and most of those are the guys that sticks up their ass. And military men, if you haven't heard the show, I'm a fucking Marine. So fuck you. Relax. I'm, I know what I, <laughs> I'm not trying to offend the troops, whatever, you know, I don't want the headline to be Steve hates the troops. <laughs> Just in case nobody knows. Relax, like, that's guys. Quiet, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Marine. Relax, guys. Uh, uh, but mo- you can tell the military guys, most of them have sticks up their ass and they're a little bit more anal about shit, right? No and pun then intended. you can tell the ones who, uh, uh, oh no, pun intended, but you know, and you can yeah, tell buddy. the ones, <laughs> you can tell the ones that, um, are from the hood and they're doing this gig as like, this is what they're going for, you know, whatever it is. Right. And you can tell the ones who are just like going through it to get to college or whatever. And I, instantly, not just that, that kind of thing, but I can tell the ones who I can joke, what jokes I can make. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'll shake someone's hand, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, I'm Steve. Like, I think I have hemorrhoids, but I hope not. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, instantly I'll get that, or I'll get the whole awkward, like, uh, okay. And then, the, like, uh, awkward walk away. And I'm like, oh, that guy's not cool. I like the guy who got surprised and kind of had a goofy smile about it, right? That's the guy I like. Like, okay, I know who to talk to now. Or, or the girl who looks at me like I'm hitting on her. And I'm like, I, no, I think I just have anal facials, you know? Like, I hope it's that. And she's, she just gives me this weird look, like, what are you talking You know, like, that, that's the one I'm, I like. I want to hang out with the cool people, not the jerk offs who think, uh, you know, whatever the fuck, right? <clears throat> really, but let's say, you get into the conversation where a movie comes up and like, okay, oh shit. He likes this kind of movie. All right. Now there's a whole new level of conversation you can bring into discussion. Yeah. Right. And now I think I might have a good conversation about whatever the fuck. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you, you basically are broadening your stance based on little hints that they're giving you as the conversation goes. Right. So if someone that were bring up Medea movies, like love mentioned, like, okay, I'm not going to not talk to this person, but I can see where I, I definitely am not bringing up uh, Descartes or fucking, you know, Berkeley, whatever's their their thoughts on existentialism. I'm not going to bring that up just because right, right. I have a feeling for this. I, what I'm going to bring up is like, oh, you seen Baby Boy? Oh, what about Boy in the Hood? I love that movie. Yeah, I'm going to relate to them in a different sense. Right. You know, I'm going to relate to them in a the sense where I'm pretty sure they, it's they like, know what's up. You look for that, like, middle point in that Venn diagram. It's like, uh, exactly. okay, like. Okay, we so I'll stick to this corner. This. I'll stick to this corner, and we can still have conversations, you know. But yeah, I'll stick yeah, to this corner. That's pretty much how it is. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's the way to do it. But uh, there's still like, <clears throat> like even like music, for example, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, just um, um, I guess like I don't know, like it's either reggaeton or, which is cool, but but I mean like think about it like from like back in the day like in the 90s like 90s reggaeton because i remember because there was this like this girl in one of my classes mm-hmm. and she was playing this music like i never heard it before it's like oh is that like is that cumbia it's like no it's a <laughs> no. reggaeton 
like reggae? I'm like, no, it's reggaeton. <laughs> and I, and I, I just she kept trying to tell you. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep. Can like, you give you any facts? Like, uh, like, it wasn't like so much sad. I guess it was just like, you know, like, oh, I guess this is like the new thing or something. I, I just left it alone. So yeah. She thought you should know. But like, that's like, that's how I remember it. Like, you know, just like, you know, the, the genesis of like whatever it was. Like, but I think there's like, especially with music, you can split it up into like broad genres and then you get more specific, specific, right. specific. Because right. Right. let's say someone, a white boy, he's be like, oh yeah, that's Spanish music. And he's going to say that about Vicente Fernandez and about fucking right. just Calle Ocho. Right. Yeah, like, like, oh, it's all Spanish know, music to me. I guess, I guess, I guess it's all Spanish music. Yeah, well, that's, well, but technically this is this and this, right? Right, right. And even, oh, that's dance music. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, but there's, you know, you have to keep going right, right. to break it down into the thing, right? Yeah. But it was just like, I didn't, like, I guess I had no context for it. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, so I meant it. Yeah, it yeah. Was just, it was something <laughs> different, you know? It was, um, Especially but, in the 90s, right? When Rock and Español was the big thing, right? Oh, so it still is, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll it, always have that part. But yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. But so, so, because Regaton was kind of the answer to the counter to what Rock and Español was at the time. It was almost like the Power 106 to the K Rock in the Spanish version. Interesting. You know? That's what yeah. I would think, you know? It came from Puerto Rico, and it was only in Puerto Rico for so long until someone from the island like brought it over to the East Coast, and that's when it like spread. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it got real big up there. It got really so, like, popular. What, like in, uh, like what, like East uh, New York or Miami? Mm, Miami, Florida? New York, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Jersey. The Bronx. You know where you have Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And like Cubans and, Cubans, and Dominicans, yeah. which they the, love the, that uh, music. the island Hispanic races, yes, right? Yeah, the Caribbeans, mm-hmm. the Caribbeans, the Caribeños. So. You know what's weird about that word specifically? Hmm. Whenever I speak about it, non-related to the Pirates movie, I always say Caribbean. But whenever I say, uh, when speaking of the movie or the ride, I say Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't know why, but I always say Pirates of the Caribbean. But when I speak about it geographically or even like just regular, it's, it's Caribbean, the Caribbean. The Caribbean. I, well, what's the proper word, though? I've always well, said- I, if you say it in Spanish, trying to say it in English, is. I think it just depends on your English accent. Whichever you happen to be from, because you know, Caribbean, you know, whatever is it is yeah. what it is in Spanish. But trying to translate that to English is Caribbean, Caribbean. It's it's literally whatever your English accent happens to be, you know. Mm. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What if are the accents? Are? That's what I like. If you could maybe spot it, but like, is it like a linguistic thing? Maybe, um, or it's, just depending. It's a on region who you thing. To. So like crayon and coupon, 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 <laughs> things like that. Cu- like that's interesting. Uh, caramel, coupon and coupon. caramel, mm-hmm. things like that. People in different regions will pronounce the word differently. And yeah, they're absolutely. not wrong or right. It's just how we speak. You know? And I think that's the words like are that. made up anyways, right? So that's true. And that's I think true. that's the big thing about uh, like the Hollywood presence around the world. Because whatever the LA thing or the Hollywood thing is, it's yes. going to be you know that's how mainstream. Yeah, that's going to be the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they so that's why it's so like oh news to me. What in Michigan they say pop instead of soda? Oh wow, yeah, you know you didn't even think about that, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they use sneakers over here more than tennis shoes or some shit, right? Yeah. That yeah. Kind of, whatever the dialect happens to be, but but because LA is so centric and we happen to live in SoCal, uh, our majority is for the most part what the world hears, you know. That's Excuse true. me, but yeah, it's like that everywhere. I mean, I'm sure English is. I think that's because English is such a quote unquote difficult language because each word has so many different meanings. You ask any foreigner, learning English is one of the hardest ones to learn out of all the languages because every other language is more simplistic. Most of them are monosyllabic, where like uh, like Russian is very 
the way you would translate here is or Arabic is the same way. Like me go here, yeah. I go there, and but it doesn't sound that way when they speak it, right? But to us, that's how you would translate it. Like I go there, be back later. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. in in America or English. Well, no, America specifically, English is so. Every no, I, I I'm sorry, I don't want to say just America because Britain has their own. <laughs> the UK, <laughs> yeah, they think that they our ha- English is shit. Well, the UK has their whole little like. Look at Austin Powers speaking. You know, <laughs> his version of British. Or you ever look at a Guy Ritchie movie? Like, oh my God, how many slang words were used there? Because I don't understand what the fuck. <laughs> like, oh, she was all sixes and nines. Like, oh, I think she was cuckoo. That's what they meant to say, right? And like, and they're looking at us cuckoo. What the fuck? No, she's sixes and nines. You know, whatever. Right? English has that thing where it's so many slang words to represent whatever the fuck. You know, I don't know. It's funny. You know that thing about uh, you said about they think. You know what I found very surprising that I, I heard in this podcast? Uh, the UK, uh-huh. they find the country accent, the, the the southern accent, very elegant. That they, they the find southern it draw? The, yeah. Uh-huh. That's how they think we speak. Like, everybody. everybody huh? Oh, no. I don't, well, I don't know about that. But YouTube they, videos, yeah. like, uh, try to mimic an, uh, uh, an accent from the, uh, the States. The States. And they so do like, a country accent. They do a country accent <laughs> with the draw and everything. Like, we got guns, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they talk about. Guns, the West. Oh. Like, that's all they think about the U.S. That's what we are, you know? We I, got I, guns. Uh, there's definitely, like, one of the prominent ones, right? You have the New York accent, obviously. New York. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. one that's very Coffee. prominent. <laughs> you got, uh, I don't know if Boston would be as prominent as, because uh, it's pretty similar to New York one in, in a way. <laughs> Even the New Jersey, whatever. You get definitely have the whole country, the Southwest, you know, Texas accent type thing, and then you have like the LA surfer dude the accent, LA with or the Valley girl at the oh, end, the, or the Valley, Valley girl, girl. Even you know that's another one that uh, that is very prominent, yeah. right? <laughs> and then what? Even like going uh, to our the Big White North, the uh, Canadian accent, which is very like oh, it's almost Wisconsin, right? In the uh, the way oh, that stop bears. Yeah, well, that's Chicago, but yeah, I know what you mean though. That very. Uh, uh, Bobby's mom from Bobby's World. <laughs> the way she was <laughs> don't like, you know. Oh yeah, don't, don't you know. know. That's almost border. And it has to do. I think it has to do with extreme cold. You know, because even with very similar, like you know, you did the Illinois accent right now. All that northern extreme cold thing, <laughs> all, they all sound like the Minnesota accent. Sounds very similar to Wisconsin, to the <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> to Canadian. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, don't you? You know, like, they all sound like. It's so cute, though. It is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so polite sounding. Like, they could tell me to fuck off in that accent. It would be kind of like, <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, go fuck yourself, hey. Thank you. You know, no, that's not fair. That's a bad stereotype. I, I bet you they hate that. The stereotype. Canadians hate that nice guy stereotype. They do. They, they do. Really do. But they're so nice. They are. Right? So, I meet so many Canadians. Bless you. I was li- excuse me. I was living in Canada earlier this year. Yeah, they're nice, right? Uh, you know, I yeah, one hundred percent. I did find a few rude ones, but it was like. The dynamic that you'll find rude ones to America to rude ones up there is like, let's say in America, it's 60-40. Yes. Most people are going to be like rude to you. Up there, it's about 80-20. So I'll you'll still that. have it, but it's, I think it has to do, I mean, it's a stupid theory, but I thought it had to do with like, you get to where all the craziest war zones are or where you hit that crazy percent and you see, you have Africa, you have South America. This is where the cartels are, where the, in Africa, where the warlords are, where you have this crazy yeah. ass violence, right? Extreme. And it's all extreme heat, humidity. It's all this crazy heat. The nicest people in the world, the most safest countries in the world, Norway, uh, look at Sweden, you get look at Canada. Sweden. There's all these cold areas where people are just, uh, I, um, I think the heat makes you annoyed and the cold makes you hurt. And when you get hurt, you will bring people together. Like we're all suffering together type of thing, right? 
That's how I feel it is. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I've never I, heard of that theory, but you know what? I, I, you might be onto something. Maybe I don't know. It sounds stupid, kind of say it out loud, no, but it's it something like that, right? It yeah. Doesn't. Because you want to know something. A lot of psychologists have like have these stupid theories about things, and they put them in books. Okay, and yeah. they're really stupid. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all, right? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. So uh, your theory might be correct. Hey, I hope so. Uh, if it is, yeah. But I, I, yeah, maybe the cold. The extreme cold will bring people because you're all suffering together. So maybe it brings a, a, a togetherness, and maybe that's what makes people nicer. Just because uh, it's cool, buddy. You know, whatever. And the heat, you're just annoyed. Like you're I don't want to hear from any. You're just like, fuck, man, icky. So you just brings out that attitude. You know that that aggression. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's something like that, right? Uh, what, what do you think? <laughs> get your thoughts on it? Uh, just. Uh, uh, yeah, impact the weather. Impact the weather. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was posting, man. Sorry. Oh yeah, you know, I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm definitely. I feel it's, uh, it's a lot easier to deal with the cold, you know, than it is with the heat, because uh, the heat just brings out just a whole other. No, like, thank you. I, well, I'll say this. I say this about living in both extremes. Both oh, extremes. True, true, true. Um, I, I did find that the heat was just annoying, but it was bearable. The cold, it's, it's unbearable in the sense that like. I literally couldn't like I had to work outside and we literally had 10 minutes. It was the max we could be out there before our toes were completely numb. Our fingers were completely numb. And I'm not talking about being outside like this. I'm talking about fully covered yeah. five or six layers and everything still. goggles. And you're just you couldn't do anything more than 10 minutes before you had to go inside to recover and then go back out to work. And it was a it was definitely like at, I'm not saying like the mid the middle of it, but at the extremes. I way rather take the heat than the cold because you just can't be outside in the cold. You can be outside in the heat. Yeah. Get your water bottles. You know you're probably you know half naked and yeah, uh, and, you're, and you're annoyed, but you're 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 it's bearable in the cold. It's uh, you're literally can die. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you freeze to death. So, yeah, it's basically freeze to death. So I mean, out of the, of the extremes of both, just just based on survival mode, you'd have to go with the, the extreme heat and the extreme cold. That's a debate at work too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, oh, I'm always so hot, but. I run two degrees colder than people. I know it's supposed to be scientifically impossible, but I do. I have uh, you're, uh, like, records. Yeah, you're like a 96 I'm, or something. I'm I'm always cold. Yeah. So I love the heat, and everybody's just like, "It's so fucking hot." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like, right though. Like the cold is unbearable. Yeah, at, at the extreme levels. Now I'm not saying at the at the levels where what do you prefer? Like I'm more of a cold guy than a hot guy. Okay, by is all means. unbearable. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> by all means, whatever you prefer, weather wise is what you prefer. But I'm just saying, well, you can take you can take more heat than you can take cold. Yeah. Just what our bodies can take. Yeah, you're at one point you're gonna get pneumonia, or you're gonna freeze to death, or you're gonna get whatever the fu- your your function is gonna stop functioning. Yeah. <laughs> At the heat, the the the, what, the first thing to go is heat <laughs> yeah. exhaustion, which is a form of dehydration. Yeah. And so as long as you got your water bottles with That's you, it. you can survive it. Yeah. You're gonna be ta- you're gonna be tan as shit. <laughs> you got enough water bottles with you, you'll be fine. So you're you gonna survive, survive it. the desert, right? But you can survive a desert. You got water with you, you can survive a desert. You can't. So you can't survive like uh, Everest. Whatever. You can't survive Everest. You can't survive yeah. uh, without with um without proper clothing. Yeah. That's just you know that's just fucking survival mode one on one you know. Hmm. I know when you start going into shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really do. 
Yeah, it, it, it got. It, I remember it got my boy Daniel. I know he listens to the show, but he was up there with me in Canada, negative twenty, and we were just like, "Oh my, oh my god. god!" We were we were excited because you know we had to work outside. We were excited when it was going to be one degree. I'm not even kidding because <laughs> we were checking the weather every day. Like, fuck, how much? And we were already when it got negative twelve. Like, okay, we'll be okay. Negative twelve. And I remember there was one day it was gonna be like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be one degree tomorrow, dude!" And we were like, "Yes, fuck yes, finally." <laughs> And looking back at our conversation, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, that, that, how, how is that possible? How did that feel? Was it really cold? No, oh, my God. God. Oh, how dare you? Because 75 is cold for me. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. I, I literally had two pairs of thermals. I had Under Armour. I had these woolly, big woolly socks on top of my regular. Uh, the most layers ever. And then you'd go out for like, oh, my God, the most two minutes before you start feeling it 10 minutes before you start getting numb 15 minutes you're done you have to you know no other choice but to go back to wherever you were inside so how do people like live like how do they work well they don't we were the dumbasses the only ones because we're contracted <laughs> out there yeah and everybody all the the regular workers were looking at us like uh what? you guys because we're the only ones working outside and everybody else is indoors or whatever. And we're like, why did you guys come around this time of year? Like, I don't know. You know, we don't <laughs> fucking make the rules. Feel like one degree weather. <laughs> we're, we're just like, we don't make the fucking rules. We're, we're so snappy. We're, we're such dickhead Americans. You know? The funny thing was that I'd left. The day I left is right after the elections. So for a good minute, everybody thought like, oh, this fool's serious. He's leaving the country. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't I really didn't care. But that part was kind of funny, you know. Oh, shit. Oh my god! Media, eh? It's awesome though. We should go back there. Yeah, well, not where I was at, but you know, the regular places. Vancouver. Like yeah, I was I was at Vancouver British a little Columbia. bit, but I was mostly out of Calgary and Edmonton. Huh. Right in between is Red Deer, the big city in between both those cities, and that's in Alberta. And, it's nice, uh, right? Oh, it's gorgeous, gorgeous! Oh my god, it looks so beautiful. One of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Not obviously everything's snow covered, mm-hmm. but it was just. Um, it's like a city in the middle of a forest. That's how I felt. Like, I think there's a picture you've probably seen your love, but when I go on my morning runs, uh, literally deer, like, next to me, you know, just wow. right there, like, chilling. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. It was, it, was, it was cool, man. It was weird, man. It was, it was, it was pretty fun. It, I mean, just a different experience. It was cool to experience it, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. And everything over there, you know how here everything's in Spanish, like English and Spanish signs for everything? Yes. Over there's French. Yep, everything's French. French. So it's kind of weird. Like, oh, shit, this is how it is to be in another country, you know, like that kind of thing. That would be nice to experience that. I've only ever been out of L.A. to Vegas. <laughs> Nowhere else. <laughs> Vegas is a whole... Dude, you probably met more foreign people in Vegas than anywhere <laughs> That's else. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, met, I met more uh, foreign people in Coachella than I ever did in That's... my whole entire life. Oh, yeah. Everybody comes together for from every walk of life all over the world so yeah yeah and vegas you're right when did you go to coachella uh april oh you went this year yeah is I did. this one of those things you go every my year my company or? sent me whoa cool mm-hmm. real cool h&m sent me for free they paid for everything room board Shit. food per diems everything they just that's legit i that, nice. you know when you get yeah. to go on a company's time that's legit yep. that's how i was usually yeah hell yeah i would have never gone on my own because first of all it's a lot of people yeah it's expensive and you have to book outside of Indio, so you're an hour out. An hour out? Is that how far Indio is from Coachella? I know you've yeah. been loaf, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's an hour out. We stayed uh, in Palm Springs. Wow. Like, um, yeah, if, if you don't get on it, especially now because it, it's been so trendy for like oh the past, goodness. I don't know how many years. Since Tupac's hologram. Yes. 
Yeah. That was the last <laughs> year it was still cool. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was the last year where it was still like a you in were between able to purchase the whole tickets at yeah the door. in between you were it was still underground but it was still mainstream and then after Tupac's hologram legit everything once the Kardashians are going that's yeah. when they ruined it. You right? Remember when it was underground? No, I remember because you and like, Frank yeah, you used been to going go. forever. That's when I used to love going. I used yeah. to like I used to preach the word of Coachella. You were going before I was making fun of it. Before it was cool. Because it was cool to us. Because anybody that ever talked to. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, Coachella. It's like, oh, my God, that's so much money. Where are you going to spend so much money on that? Like, who even goes to that? Yeah. Like, these are the reactions that I would always get. It was just, like, so, like, fucking snobby and condescending. It's almost like I wish I could just, like, take a, like, screenshot of life and show it to all those people now. Yeah. That are spending, like, thousands of dollars just yeah. to, like, go. But, like, remember this? Remember this? Like, I wish I could tag them, like, on Facebook yeah. or something, you know? Because you were going, it was, like, 100 bucks, 120 bucks, right? That whole thing. Like, I remember there was this one time. Or where you could sneak in. Or where you oh, could I, sneak I in, snuck, yeah. I've snuck in. My husband snuck, did, too. Snuck. I think it was that same trip, right? You were with Frank when you snuck in? Uh, yeah, it was uh, me. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Bernie. Bernie, that, like, <laughs> Bernie was always, like, he snuck in, like, every year. I don't he think did. he ever actually paid. Paid? No. <laughs> Somehow he always got in. But, uh, yeah, the last time I went, yeah, um, that was the time that I snuck in. And, um, shit, man, like, who was it? Oh, Paul McCartney. I remember Paul McCartney and Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Oh, that ain't bad at all, man. Oh, like, wow. Just, just seeing, like, Paul McCartney play Beatles songs. Yeah. Play Blackbird, man. Like, oh, wow. It was some of that shit. But, like, I don't know, like, any of the lineups that I've seen, like, ever since, like, they don't compare to that. They don't have, like, people like that. You know, it's like, it just became, you know, super, uh... So I got lucky then, because I went for Radiohead only. Nice. Oh, yeah, if you got to see Radiohead, yeah. And Justice. Yeah. Oh, Justice is good. Justice is pretty good. Like, I remember seeing, like, uh, Daft Punk. I think I saw him at least wow. twice over there, like, way back when, before people were making a big deal out of it. <laughs> but, before um, Pharrell. Before. But, uh, like... I bought tickets, uh, it was like two years ago, for like you had to buy it the year before right. for the next year, you know, and I got it. Then the lineup came out, and I was like, nah, I don't know about this. <laughs> I sold it on eBay, and that's what I used to, like, I bought my camera with it, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So oh, I got... did that this year. Yeah, like, I bought tickets for next year. I got the VIP pass. Yeah. It's a thousand bucks, so I think I could sell it for at least 1500 minimum. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. Wow. So for that money, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Well, depending on the $9.99. What yeah. does that get you? Uh, VIP a blowjob. It better get you a blowjob. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, there's like, you know, like this whole like, you know, VIP area, premium drinks, you know, like lounge area. I'll give you a blowjob for a thousand bucks. Oh, Jesus, man. I got, <laughs> it, it, it happens. Man. I got rent to pay. The crazy no, it shit doesn't. Happens. Loaf doesn't. Coachella? I've never oh, gave God. Loaf a blowjob. Yes. I don't know what he's talking about. Jesus, Loaf. The what? I've never given you a blowjob for a thousand bucks. Oh, I don't know. I thought you said low jack. You know, I thought you were looking for your car. I, mean, I was looking for mine. You know, on the real, we'll talk later. I want a thousand bucks. That's how you do it. But yeah, man. Uh, it's just uh, at this point, it's just you know, just trying to make money off just like the commercialism of it, just because ah. it, it'll never be. You know, yeah, I mean, it's you know, this is one of those things where like it's sad what it because it's not what it was, but. It's also one of the things that's once like what we were talking about. It's inevitable. It's gonna be what it, it is. You have to progress. Like, anything things change, and you gotta keep up with it. Like, anything un- underground eventually becomes the mainstream, mm-hmm. and then there's another underground that eventually will become the mainstream. Whatever's whatever's popular now, it was somebody else's underground. You know, nothing new under the sun. Nothing new I under the like, sun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that is a legit, uh, I forgot who said it, but it was, I think they're referring to the punk scene, but they said, whatever your mainstream is now, was it somebody else's underground, the generation before is underground, you right. know? Yeah, it's, it's very true, like, we just gotta, I, I mean, you, you can't look at it as, like, 
selling out or what you got to look at it that's literally progress that's literally right. that's how the shit uh prog- eventualities you know that's how shit progresses it, you i mean i'm not looking at things like how do i look for anymore like oh when uh uh aerosmith made a car commercial like okay i, <laughs> I, I they sold out like i guess man they were big in the 70s it's just that's just what they do they're making money you whatever money yeah you gotta make to money survive. it's making money you know I don't know. I, mean, the, I think the 15 year old me would have been outraged at my mentality now because I'm not outraged. You know, that was like, it's just people making. They're like, oh, you're old. Like, you don't know what's like. I think that that's a, it's just a naiveness, you know, yeah. where you think you know more than you actually do. A naivete. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I just definitely like. Not that I want everything to be the Pepsi commercial starring, you know, what's her face, Jenner. Oh, well, I don't know. What's her name? What are the. Sisters, right? Something Jenner. Smiley Cyrus Jenner. Chloe Jenner. Candle. Kendall Jenner. Yeah, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Whatever. Not that I want everything to be a Pepsi commercial where it's just so obviously like reaching for like. I felt like Janine Garofalo and Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion where she drinks the water, big fucking rolling her fucking eyes so hard. Yeah. Not that I, you know, that's I felt watching that commercial, but. I, but I'm definitely not gonna buy Pepsi. You know, like go fuck yourself. If I buy, it's not because of that reason. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's always going, yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. The, it's not going to be because you're stupid advertising. And if you trick the people who buy that just because you're advertising, man, go fuck yourselves. Ew. Yeah, I just that's how I feel about it, you know. I don't know. Remember, I was talking about Coachella specifically, uh, like making fun of people that go to Coachella, and them getting. I was getting offended for people getting offended <laughs> me making fun of them. Like, what the fuck? Like, how dare you? <laughs> why are you making? Why are you making fun of? Uh, why no? Why are you getting offended because I'm making fun of you and your stupid hat? Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, if my thing is making fun of Coachella and your thing is going to Coachella, why do you even care what I think? Go fuck yourself. Go enjoy your show. I'm just gonna make fun of you, but who cares? Go enjoy your. That's show. almost like you're lining up your shot, and then people are just like walking in front. And it's like, why are you shooting at me? Yeah. It's like, it's like kind of like you're in you my periphery. Yeah, yeah, it's not my fault. I, I, I just feel like if you like to go to to Coachella, and I'm talking about commercialized Coachella now. I'm not talking about what Loaf was doing. What you were I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about currently co- commercialized Coachella. I went if to you, commercialized Coachella. If you were like, yeah, yeah, someone paid for you, so that's <laughs> yeah, all you. I, <laughs> I never would have gone. <laughs> if you like going to that, by all means, go to that and enjoy yourself. Now, you got to keep in mind, you're putting yourself in the crosshairs. Yes. Like, if you're doing that and people make fun of you for it, by all, if you're driving a Prius, I'm going to make fun of you, okay? <laughs> and if you like Priuses, by all means, like Priuses. And, and you should be, you should have the attitude, who gives a fuck of the people who don't like them or people who are making fun of you for them? Who, that's your mentality should be. Yeah. It shouldn't be because like... it's almost like they're not there for themselves. If they were there for themselves, like, yeah. they know why they're there. Like, it wouldn't matter what It wouldn't matter. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. But it's it, like... Yeah, but, but the fact that you're letting yourself get a friend, that means you, you're, you're that sensitive? Are you that fucking immature? Like, I'm just trying to be cool. Don't judge me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be that fucking immature. Grow up a little bit, you know? I, my thing is getting I get off on making fun of people that you know do what you do <laughs> so fuck you you know yeah see I get off on being morbid there you uh, go yeah. love it if you got a stupid tattoo I'm gonna call you on your stupid tattoo <laughs> don't get mad at me for it you know or whatever the whatever the popular whatever the, the you know yeah. trend or whatever the trend is that's pretending not to be a trend that's what I'm making fun of you know so if you if, if you happen to like something that's commercialized and you don't think it's or you're pretending not to have it commercialized go fuck yourself and I'm gonna make fun of you lattes yeah <laughs> it's the season y'all it's you know the what season. they're calling them now what? this is great the advertisement PSLs oh lordy oh, I did not know that I went into Starbucks 
Um, and it said PSL. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it said, get your pumpkin spice latte today. Oh, man. I was like, wow, that's what PSL means? I've I, seen it all over Instagram. Uh, that PSLs? Oh, GFY. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Thanks, man. I was like, what? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Public service announcement. <laughs> I appreciate people like who say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck you! I love pumpkin spice lattes." Yeah, okay, right? I was, yeah. I have way more respect for someone yes. who said that than someone who's like, "Oh God! Like, yeah. how dare you? Like, fuck like, you!" I love the way they taste, the way they smell. I love this goddamn time of the year. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You're great. If I genuinely love PSLs, I can't even say that <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes. If I genuinely love them. And then someone like me is making fun of me for ordering that. I'm like, hey, fuck you. Suck my dick. I, like I will them. buy you one. There you go. I'll, hey, dude, I got, this one's on me. Hey, props to this guy. This <laughs> yeah. on me. You're right. Thank you. Yes. That's, that's the way. Yeah, it's perfect. You don't like it? I'll buy you one. That's the way it should be. That's the way the people that go Coachella should be. You know, that's the way the people who drive Prius, whatever the, you know, whatever the trend is, it should be, the man. Prius. You don't like be Prius? I'll give you a ride. Be, be proud. For free. Be proud of it. You know, that's the way. <laughs> Do you, boo-boo. Right, yeah. right, you, right, boo-boo. right. Uh, what's up, man? What 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 else is going on, Christine? Tell me, tell us. Uh, how many beers in are you? And I'm trying to get you drunk so you can tell me about what's really bugging you. you Three. Know? What's really bugging me? Yeah. Why? Like, the elephant in the room. Tell me. What do you feel is going on? Oh, now you feel. Now you look happy. <laughs> but when you I came mean, in, I'm three beers I'll, in. Oh, of man. course, I'm happy. When you came in, you're like, I wanted to just give you a I hug. I wanted to die. I wanted right? to hug you, honestly. Like, oh man. <laughs> Did I look that bad? You just look like, oh, let me look at this girl heads up. Like, fuck. I was like, I'm not a flake. I'm not gonna tell Lofi I don't want to come anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get on that fucking Uber and I'm gonna go there. I wanted to be like, hey, fuck the show. Let's just have a couple of drinks, though. But I mean, you were being a good sport about it. Yeah, and I appreciate of course. it. I, I was appreciate super it. Sad and like depressed but i'm okay now because i you know alcohol is the answer alcohol and good conversation yes. yeah right um yeah but you you did come in a little bit is it the things with, the, with your grandma thing going on or what else is there to it's it it's all that <clears throat> plus you know um marriage mm. so i've been together you know, you guys know this with frank for like 12 years almost as about the same as me and my wife yeah you see you guys seen the ups and downs you know mm-hmm. like me and frank are like fire and ice yeah I tell people that all the time. We're complete opposites. I'm cold. He's hot. You know, he likes black. I like white. Stuff like that. Mm. So, <laughs> it's always been that way. The that's how we've always you. worked. You usually like white guys. He usually Hell likes black girls. No. No, We're not going to get into that, but nah. <laughs> I like my men tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, nice, nice. Indigenous, if you will. Indigenous? I've never heard that. Indigenous. Since. Okay. You see oh, Frank? Yeah. Yeah. That's an Aztec man. Indigenous. Ever saw one? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> His name should be Frank Equatel or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're struggling right now. You know, we're, we're getting through, like, um, what is what is it that, that, that bump in the road that people who have been married for so long are going through? Hmm. We're just trying to figure things out. You guys hitting a wall. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we've hit a wall. But uh, I... And a person who doesn't give up, and I don't think he is either. So we're just we're fighting about really stupid things. You know, fighting about dumb things is usually a safe way to avoid fighting about a big thing. And that's okay to say. But yeah. uh, so it's easy to pick. It's easy to fight about 
someone not doing the dishes. But the fight's not about not doing the dishes. No, it's, it's about easy to, more than that. Yeah, right. And and but that one's the hard stuff to talk about because that could lead to potentially. Man, I don't know if I want to have this conversation because this. No, no, I'm talking about like how it is with the marriage, right? Yeah. Like if I'm fighting with my wife about like fuck, why am I coming home and the house is a mess? God damn it, I work so hard. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's not what the conversation about. Like the conversation is really about some like, man, am I am I'm not happy right now and you're not happy right now and what's going on? You know what do we gotta expect? Do we gotta look at ourselves? Do we gotta change the attitude? What? How do we fix this? You know, but do we want to have that conversation? Because what if the answer is we we don't fix it? And I'm like fuck. I, now, now that's a serious. Now, I'm like, oh no! Now we're risking our happiness. Now we're risking our comfort. Really, yeah. right? You get so, especially when you've been in a long relationship for you're years, comfortable. over a decade for both of us. But you yeah. get to that point where, like, you get to the point, like, man, you look at the big picture. Like, do I really want to do this with another person? How am I going to even <laughs> no. feel? Like, I'm so comfortable right now. Where, like, I. Do you remember how it is to be in a new relationship where everything you do is on your tiptoes? Or like, oh, yes. Because you always put your best foot forward, especially in a new relationship. Like, I can't even imagine, like, oh, my, how, how many years is it going to be if I get with someone new before I can shit with the door open again? That, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> right? That is the perfect example. Shitting with the door oh, open. Oh, yeah. Like, when do you get to that point? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, and do I really want to put this much effort and time? I've spent so much time and effort yeah. and blood, sweat, tears, etc., yes. orgasm into this one person, <laughs> into this person. Like, it's almost not even worth it to argue out this petty bullshit. Exactly. But why am I, you know, and it's like, man, why, you know, this, you almost want to give in, but your pride holds you back and you're fucking, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're only human, you know, but I, I feel we're like we're going perfect. to get through this little, like, um, bump in the road. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. We've been through way worse than this. Actually, no, we haven't. Well, this is the worst of it, but I okay. feel like we'll get through it. If you get through it, then because this is why I always said, if if I we've you know I've had that word like, well, we've gotten through this mm-hmm. from both sides. We've gotten through this. There's no reason why this shouldn't be a piece of the cake. And then so every nothing that lives up to that how bad it is is always like, well, it's gonna cool off in a couple of days, and we'll both get over each other. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll get over whatever angry we're at. Someone's going to cave in, usually the guy, by the way. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> yeah. usually the girls that are more stubborn, hard-headed. We are. And if for, probably for good reason. But the guys usually cave in because I, – I, is it genetic? The girl does not want to, you know, cave in, you and the guy I is more – just doesn't want to argue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Because even, be. even the guest uh, – Lucia, shout-out to Feedman Radio. Oh. Uh, we were talking about it with her, and she is the same way, the same way my wife is, like – for whatever reason, I found it more often than not that the guy's the first one to cave in just because they just don't want to argue anymore. As opposed to the girl who's ready to go another 12 rounds. It's like, oh, my God. We're ready. Okay. Yeah, Give I us guess. what you got. <laughs> I guess. Or the guy just wants to be, oh, well, let's, let's find some. And then so the guy has to admit he's wrong. If he was wrong, I don't think he was. You know, I'm not. <laughs> no, whatever. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, it just feels that way. You know. So, I'm sorry. I don't Not to pry too poor. I won't pry any harder than this. But this is the toughest one you're, you're trying to get through right yeah. now. It is. That's, I mean, when you've been uh, for, I don't know, so many years with someone, you know, you, like you said, you blood, tears, sweats, orgasms, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you think about like the dating pool. And by the way, it's horrible. Yeah. My coworkers no are idea. constantly talking about um, meeting people on Bumble and um, Bumble. I used to be on Bumble. I meet people on Grindr all the time. <laughs> And that other app, what what is that famous app? Uh, uh, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. And I was like, is that how you date nowadays? And they're like, yeah, like, if you weren't married, how would you date? I was like, I'd go to fucking Whole Foods, dude. You know? <laughs> Whole Foods. Gluten-free section. Find yeah. me a daddy. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> 
but that's I, a, that's a, that's so explains our personality. I'm straight going to food for less, the alcohol section. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm meeting my girl, my dreams, right there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't think I could ever like. I don't know nowadays. I don't think I could ever that. And of course, there's so much love there too. Oh, yeah, like that goes without saying. You right? love yeah. your spouse so much, and you're gonna get through this. But you know, it's like it's tough because. You have your feelings. They have their feelings. No one wants to give in. Yeah. The way I always thought about it, as far as, like, the big fights go, mm-hmm. it's just, like, uh, um, prepare to get your heart broken. Yeah. You're, plain and I, simple. You know what? I mean, this is something, like, you think even when you're young, you think it's the end of the world. And this is, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this uh, a couple of weeks ago about, like, I want Gwen, my daughter, to get her heart broken early. I don't want her to feel any sadness at all, but I also don't want her to be so naive when she's going into a relationship in her 20s and 30s where she gets her heart broken for the first time and she wants to kill herself. I want, her really to be a, smart, I want her to be a teenager. I want her to realize that you can get over this, that it's not the end of the world, that you can move on. And uh, when you do that, when you, when you've gone through that as a, as a teenager, and and then just a series of times again, you're getting your heartbroken, constant over. When you get into a marriage and it happens, and then you're still with that same person, like man, this Jackie broke my heart. Oh my god, and vice versa, I'm sure. But like Jackie broke my heart. Oh my god, I can't believe this. And then a week later, but you're still living in the same house, and you're still like, uh, yeah. And you get over it, like the forgiveness part comes. And you're like, oh, okay, we, I, I guess I got through that even with this. You know, it's not the end of the world. We moved on together. It's so funny that you say that because I told Frank the exact same thing. We yeah. had this friend who fell in love in his 30s. Mm. You know, first and, time, right? Yes, the yeah. first time he'd ever been in love. That's hard. And she broke his heart. Thank you. And he didn't get over it for years. Yeah. It took so many years. And I told Frank. They make Ben like, Stutter movies about that. <laughs> yeah. I told Frank, like, that sucks. Like, because I fell in love when I was a teenager and I got my heart broken. I got over it. And when you're older, it's easier to get over another love because, you know, you've, you've been, been through, through that. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your body chemistry is different because you've gone through that horribleness of somebody shitting on you. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> someone dumping you. Yeah. Someone, yeah. And for him, mm. it was horrible seeing that. It's I mean, literally someone emotionally telling you you're not good enough for me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, you know? Like, and seeing that was yeah. painful because yeah, you, you relive yeah. all that and you're like, Especially wow. Especially as vulnerable as we are as kids. I don't know yeah. shit, In man. your 30s, it's even worse. Because you have never built an immunity to it. No, and you're looking for someone to marry and have your kids. So right. So you're in a completely different mentality. You're in a completely different mentality. Yeah, so how bad was he's okay now, right? Yeah. yeah but I it took mean, him years to get over it? Yeah, it took him like three years to get over That's it. That's a long time, man. God damn. I know. That's what I don't want for my kids, man. No, that's a long time. When you're a teenager, uh, how long does it take you? Like a month, and then you're on to the next, you know? Maybe a few months. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. Maybe I'm still not over that one, girl. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely rough. It's definitely harder, but it's um, better to go through it now. And then become immune to it, like snake venom, right? Build that yeah, immune system to like immunity. emotional relationship. And also, you're not a dumb fuck going into a relationship where you think, uh, like this was an issue with um, with Jackie. Like she grew up with her parents never fighting in front of her, never fighting in front of her, right? That's... And her, uh, so when they her parents got a divorce, it came out of left field, and it was even that much more traumatic, right? It's way more painful. Wait, right? And she was always expecting this kind of white knight to be her dude because. <clears throat> she thought uh, relationship. That's the way relationships are supposed to go. I hate to bring Jackie as an example, but for someone to save her, yeah. right? Well, not just save. Yeah, someone to save her. Yeah. That's number one. How, I know how we she got feels. Together. 
Yeah, nice. <laughs> but but more also like she's expecting that kind of perfect prince charming marriage, where like oh we're not supposed to fight because our my parents never fought for each other. How did that work out for them, right? And because we the, the reason I'm bringing that is because we were arguing about whether we should fight in front of our kids. This is years ago, years ago. And I convinced her that we should be fighting in front of our kids. We it's absolutely, healthy. I think so. Yeah, it is. Because not only should they see us fight, but they should see us the next day make up when we're not even like, oh, it's normal. Like, So they see us going at each other's throat, doing the whole thing the way the fucking married couples do. Yeah. <laughs> the way you that get we get over it. We, oh, yeah. And then they also see us. We're like, we're happy again. We're the next day. We're cooking breakfast. We're being lovey-dovey the way that married couples do, right? Yeah. And so if the kids see that, they're not living up to these crazy expectations that... Well, my parents never fought, so I should be looking for someone who I never fight with. And then now, because if they do that, that's what, you know, that's what happens. If they do that, which is, happens a lot because people have this misconception that you shouldn't fight for your kids. You do that. Now your kids grow up with this horrible expectation of they're looking for Disney characters now in a relationship that 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 regular person is not going to live up to. That was me. I told Frank. Oh, like, see, okay, I watched so, you were so many Disney films and mm-hmm. I thought this is what love should be. Right. Okay, perfect. But then, you know, Boy Meets World came along and I'm like, <laughs> Corey and Tabanka. Corey and Tabanka. The greatest always. luster of all yes. time. Corey and Tabanka. I, how many times I say the greatest lesson? You say outside. that too. I tell everybody that, dude. I have it. I model myself dude. over Korean Tapanga. Oh my god! Yes, they got over that. things. I just literally put that on my my thing <laughs> uh, on my. Oh my god! Yes, Korean yeah. Tapanga. Yes. Just I, think about Korean Tapanga. Every time you're having a fight with your spouse, oh Korean Tapanga. Yes. They got Korean, over it. Korean made it. We can make it. Yes. You know? And especially when Girl Meets World came out, I was like, yes, <laughs> they're still there. <laughs> they made it. <laughs> if it's on TV, it's got to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but that's Actually, a healthy way of thinking. Yeah. Father of the year, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> Meet my kids. They'll tell you differently. <laughs> no, they're really good. They're really good kids. Yeah, yeah but that's they a like, healthy way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. I hope so. Like I said, we're it's almost just like an experiment, right? That's all mm-hmm. we're I'm trying. I, I hope I'm right in the way that I'm raising them. I don't go, you know, I just hope they don't turn out to be bad people. Here's why it was funny. I said, I brought my boy Elliot. Uh, who you know, yeah. yeah, and he was like, "Oh man, I can't believe that's the standard." Because I was, mm-hmm. the only expectations I have, I don't want to put any expectations where they're overwhelmed. I want them to do what they want to do. Tommy has a, a, a big interest in like filmmaking and and m- music making. He has a big interest in that stuff. Gwen likes her art stuff, you know, drawing, and she likes pets, whatever. But w- I'm not trying to be like, okay, you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be, or you should, you whatever you should be. Honestly, my only expectation of my children is that they're polite yeah. they're smart and that's about it and they're not pussies that honestly that's all i ask for them don't be weak-minded please please you know it'll be tough please be smart don't be dumb and don't be rude that's all and that's sad that those are my expectations of this generation because i don't see that in these kids these days i see a lot of impoliteness i see a lot of rudeness basic stuff that you should uh, can you open the door for this girl? You should. You know, like, like no shit. I've been Why a victim of that. I've noticed that. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not, it has nothing to do with a little bit of chivalry, man. A little bit of politeness. It just Was it a human uh, courtesy? Common courtesy? Common courtesy, yeah. Perfect way to put and it. Common courtesy. A lot right? of kids nowadays don't have common courtesy. Yeah, what is going on? I They're don't, very I don't... entitled. Just yeah. how we were talking about Lena Dunham, that's how they oh, act. Yeah, yeah, They're perfect. Yeah. everything. Everybody wants to be a cool parent. Like, I want to be a friend. But they don't know how to just be a friend. But they... They want to just be a friend, but I guess they don't know when to chime in when they have to be... A parent. parent. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. So you kind of have to discipline them. And then when that happens, like, whoa, don't do that to my child. Well, like, you know, be respectful. 
Yeah, it's definitely learn I think that's the problem. Teach them. Because I think there's, there's two ways that parents are going wrong with current generation. Number one is laziness where they, they just don't want to parent. Yeah. Meaning they don't want to take that responsibility. Or they don't want to be they don't want to be hassled with that. Because it, it does take an effort to. Because discipline, discipline your kids in the right way. I guess right way. Quote unquote. If I think I'm doing it right. But obviously you're doing that. The sternness. The physical action. The angry. The uh, telling me you fucked up. That whole thing. And then. So the two part of that is explaining yourself, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of parents don't do. You gotta explain yourself. Look where you're coming. You're not coming at it angry out of nowhere. Please explain yourself and why this is this, why that, and having that good, honest conversation with them. That one that makes them tear up and you tear up. You need that conversation <laughs> on the two parter of that wrath. By all means, bring that wrath. Bring them in hard and kid because kids need to. Oh, people in general only react to something whenever something traumatic happens. That's the only time people ever change when something traumatic happens. You need to bring in that wrath to the kids no, so they know they fucked up. Bring that two-parter in where you bring in that that fucking hard speech where you're like, oh my God, you guys are both like better better for it. You're both better for it at the end of the day because you're hugging like, oh, that was a good talk, dad. Thanks, man. Thanks. You know, whatever it is. And like I said, explain yourself. That part, that takes effort. And a lot of parents just don't want to deal with it. They're like, ugh, whatever. And they let their parent their kids do whatever they could become that lena dunn untied yep. entitled part they just want it to be easy like oh yeah they will you know they're just being whatever they're just being like <laughs> themselves yes no, yeah let not. them be themselves like no they're turning to shitty people yeah. can you stop that right now yeah <laughs> <Please>. stop them <laughs> and then the second part that i feel that they're fucking up is the parents that w- love their kids but they're too like what love said too busy being their friends where they don't want to tell them anything they're doing is wrong it's that it's almost it it it, it Go, it coincides with that participation trophy thing where they can never do wrong. So yeah. everybody, let's gets not, a gold yeah, star. everybody gets a gold star. There are no winners, no losers because they don't want their kid to feel bad. Hey, man, sometimes kids need to feel bad and it's probably good for them. Yeah. You know, yes. like let's let's be real, you know, but that I think that coincides with that parent that doesn't want their kid to feel anything bad at all and wants them to be their friend all the time. Doesn't want to tell them when they fucked up, anything like that. Wow. Like, that's that's you you're going about though? the wrong way, man. I can't growing up not. that way. I no, can it's never healthy to feel shitty oh, about like yourself. It. Oh yeah, you gotta and to be told you suck. It's like a it's like a rite of passage. It is. It's important because suffering is a blessing. Yes. No one ever grew a better person from winning every game. No one ever grew a better person from never having fucked up and never get called on it. No. We've seen times, what that could do. What's, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Superman isn't brave. You know. <laughs> why? Why? Well, I know. I think, I think what you're saying is uh, why Trump's name is like a sex life. Seriously. It's because they all end with P. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> all right so like um yeah suffering is a blessing that's exactly what i think honestly that's what i'm trying to get back to before i went with this political joke <laughs> bullshit. you led me to it what you? <laughs> <laughs> um uh what you call it yeah so you know what what good person do you know that okay so you look at every kid that's had their fucking life handed to them like you know silver platter any kid who grew up with a with a wealthy parent or not even doesn't have to be rich but just wealthy or taken care of got everything you wanted how does that person turn out in life is he the hard worker is he the guy with good characteristics is he the guy or a girl whatever is he, or is she that girl that's gonna go shopping in Rod- <laughs> Rodeo <laughs> And or thinking she can buy whatever the fuck she wants, or is he that guy that's gonna think he can get whatever, whatever the fuck he's gonna buy that fancy car because he thinks he, whatever it is, whatever the is that 
I love this song. Is that, oh <laughs> my god, is this Life Aquatic soundtrack? No. Uh, what soundtrack is this? It, no, it's the album from It's Cigarettes. The oh, song is yes, on Life Aquatic, yes, Life Aquatic but this yes. is the album. Oh, it's not the soundtrack. Girls. Okay, yeah, I thought so. The other no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what you been calling? Yeah, is is that guy gonna turn out because you gave him everything what he wanted in life? Oh, no, of course not. You need a you need. You need that guy. You need that kid that's gonna be like, oh no, this guy suffered. This kid suffered through life, so he's probably gonna have a little bit more of a sense of, in- of himself or whatever the fuck. Do it, does it hurt my feelings when I have to tell my when I have to tell, fuck up my kids? You know, like in a either yeah. emotional or physical way. Of course it does, but I also but it's gonna make him a better person. I have to look at the big picture. Yeah, I have to look at it, and I have to explain that to them too. Our parents did that with us, but never explained stuff. So we yeah. just thought mm-hmm. we I grew do up that with yeah. my niece and nephew. You yeah, know? my sister's very careful not to say certain things around them, but I'm like, no, you suck. You know, sometimes like <laughs> yeah. you're fucking mean. That's you great. have to let them know. Yes, and they're thank not you. used to it, and it's shocking for them, right? Yeah, it's like it shouldn't my mom be shocking for tell them. Me that. Well, she should. She should. Like, you Your suck. Mom. Yeah, right now. your mom has problems. Right now, your mom doesn't tell you that she has problems too. You know? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, yeah, just like right now. But you don't suck in general. You just suck right now. Yeah, you know, it's so weird to balance. It's so weird to balance when they're not fucking up and you trying like, like Tommy. Like I feel like he's a he's actually a really good artist. He draws really well. I've seen his artwork. Oh yeah, I think yeah, like I think amazing. like he like man, this kid's really good. But I don't want to be that guy like, oh, my God, Tom, you're the best artist in the world. All the other kids suck compared to you. I don't want to be that guy. So I, so whenever he shows me a picture, and sometimes I'm genuinely impressed, I'm like, fuck, man. Creative criticism, really right? Right, right. I mean, like, oh, shit, that's pretty good, man. That's all I say. And in my heart, I want to say, like, oh, my God, son, let's frame this right now. I want to be that way because I'm a fucking dad, of course. I love the kid, you know. But I have to be so careful not to give him a big head because I don't want him to turn out to be a little dickhead, you know? So hard. The balance is so difficult. Yeah, I but don't it's know. it's so cool because he reminds me of myself when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, I loved to draw and I loved horror films. Really? Yes. That's awesome, dude. And so I've noticed that he does too. Like he loves like Obsessed, horror yeah. films. Obsessed. And I watch horror films in the morning before I go to work. You know? <laughs> oh, really? The morbidity. I got to bring it with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just love it. And like when I see like things when you post about Tommy, I'm like, this kid is like amazing, oh, he, dude. He was gonna stay for the, but he just got a little bit too late. But he was gonna stay. He was gonna be like a guest, quote oh, unquote. That would have been great. He's a really good conversationalist too. He's, I he's bet pretty he good. is. He's pretty funny. Uh, you know, it's weird when, um, well, I, look, I because I would get a lot of shit, especially because he's been loving this film since he was like three, four years old, and it started with the Scream series, the slasher film, yeah, you know, Scream, Wes Craven, and the way I felt about it was, if you look into the, you know, as a movie buff. The slasher films actually, they probably have as much to teach you about morality than the Bible does or whatever <laughs> holy book. Yeah. Because the formula for them go always like who always dies and who always survives in those movies. The ones who always die are the assholes, are the sluts, yeah. are the you know, whatever, are, are the, the the jocks, whatever the the main, the bullies, the fucking they're, assholes of the world. Basically, they're the ones who always die in the films. Who survives? It's the the funny guys. Uh, whoever the sidekick funny guys, the virgin <laughs> morality, <laughs> who who's who the, she's usually the heroine, right? The hero. Yeah. So if you look at it like subconsciously, the the life lessons are there. Like, don't be a dick. How about you be a little bit nice and you might survive a horror film. And be an outsider. Be a little bit funny. Be the weirdo. Be the <laughs> yes. outsider. And you might survive a horror film. 
those are the ones who always, you know that's why i was like oh man, there's something subconsciously getting there you know unless he's just a psychopath where he thinks the, <laughs> the killer is the awesome hero you know? there are good lessons to be learned in horror films there are there you can take you know you know yeah absolutely i feel that way especially the slasher genre because that's how that formula goes you know I feel so. yeah yeah hopefully it works out. uh you look great man you've been working out you look nice uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. What does my, that mean? My neighbors tell me that. I have this neighbor who every time he sees me, I'm going down the stairs. He's like, hey, neighbor, you're looking good. Hey. Like, he has this, like, amazing yeah, white like, guy. You're making him sound like a white guy right now. <laughs> no, he's not, actually. <laughs> he's of um, Middle Eastern descent. Okay. But he has this, like, really cool voice. He's like, hey, hey, how you, you're doing good. You're looking good. You've been working out? <laughs> you know, you sound, you sound like Robin Williams doing a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Doubtfire or something like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Like his like <laughs> his, his mannerisms, personality. Yeah. He's like amazing, and he, I've known him for ten years. And my grandma met him when she stayed with me for a month, and she loved him. A whole month, wow. Yeah, a whole month. She's like, he, have you met this neighbor of yours? He's amazing. And I'm like, yes, Hassan. His name's Hassan. Yeah, I got a better name, Hassan. He's yeah. amazing. He works for the Long Beach Transit, and if you get him as a driver, oh my god best thing ever uh where is he from what country i don't know i've never like really had a conversation with him <coughs> that I mean, hassan's an arabic name but i'm just yeah. assuming which uh which country you're i have from. no idea i hmm. should ask him though but i don't want to be one of those people who's like oh where are you from because people ask me all the time where are you from mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm from here <laughs> but my parents are from puerto rico <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got you They're yeah like, i don't oh, think oh okay you don't look like you're from here. Right. My right. boss tells me the same thing too. Like you, you look very um from like not here. Ethnic. I don't know what that means. Ethnic. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh ambiguous, racially ambiguous. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> you def I mean, I think you I mean, it's you're both Puerto Rican, but you're a little bit lighter skin, but I, you definitely have a Rosario Dawson vibe to you. My yeah, grandma's you, black, so. Well, I know. I don't know if you ever, you know, Rosario Dawson. Yes, from, I love yeah, her. I don't know if you ever get that before. I have got that guys? from you when I first met you. Yeah. And oh, really? You guys. I don't remember that. Have you ever seen that my coworkers? Back then? Yeah. My coworker <laughs> Sean, he's like, you know who you look like? I'm like, Rosario Dawson? He's like, yes. <laughs> I was like, I've got that before. Thank you for the compliment. Oh, yeah. yeah I love her. She's <laughs> awesome. I think she's. And then she's just a cool person. Like I like her a lot. Yeah, we're the same fan. ethnicity, but she yeah. has more like black in her than I do. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, a little bit darker. She got skin. lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've had a little black in you ever now. And then. I haven't actually. No. You know, okay. I've been married to the same man for 12 years. So. Well, he's very indigenous. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Aquasan. Frank Aquasan. He likes to say that there's a black uh, family member in, in like his lineage. He's like, yo, well, one of my like grandparents was black. I'm like, where, Frank? Where? <laughs> in I've Africa. never seen that. He's like, in Africa. <laughs> I'm like, you're Aztec. You're so indigenous, dude. Like, there's no way. He, he, Frank, uh, he's a good guy. He's been on the show before for everybody at home. But he 100% could be an extra in Apocalypto. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but a good-looking guy, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get no, don't have this picture of... Whatever, like he's a good-looking guy, you know, very tall, broad, broad shoulders, and uh, he has a good look to him. But a hundred percent has that just, just kind of like, um, yeah, Mel, Mel Gibson could cast him in that in a sequel, <laughs> in a sequel, you know. <laughs> One of my neighbors can't get enough of him. She's like this seventy-year-old woman. Every time she sees Frank, she's like, "Oh my God, Christine! Like indigenous men are just so beautiful." Indigenous men. And when she sees him, she doesn't remember his name, so she calls him like uh, Franz or something. Yeah, Franz. She's like, "How's Franz?" I'm like, "It's 
Frank. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he's so beautiful. <laughs> he's so beautiful, Christine. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> she's so cute. She can't speak around him. So when she sees him, she's like, she touches him. She's like, how are you doing? <laughs> Frank loves it too, I bet. Huh? He eats it up. He gets really in- uncomfortable. <laughs> sure. He's he like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. And he's looking at me like for... I could uh, hear him like reacting. Acknowledgement, now. like, yeah. are, you, are you seeing this? Are you good with it? Oh, it's in front of you? Oh, okay, that's why it's a <laughs> yeah, comfort. Yeah, she's so cute. She doesn't know what to do with her hands. So she's like, what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> when, you know, when you're not there, he's making out with her. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's what know. I would do. Frank has uh, some weird fetishes. Well, I have, I legit have a, like, I don't know why, gills, like the whole grandma thing. I legit have a, like, for hot older ladies. I have a thing for for sure. That's the kind of point I've been looking up lately. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why, man. It's mature. It's under mature. Like, I I was working uh, last week. I was working in El Monte, the uh, social services place in El Monte, and there's a lot of older ladies there. And I don't know. They for whatever reason, you know, I'm not you know a handsome fella, but they were giving me the time of day. I was like, I like this. Like, <laughs> I like this place. <laughs> Let me come work over here. I like more. It. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I legit have a fetish for this. I w- <laughs> if that if that seventy year old bra was giving me those looks, I'd be I'd touch her back like oh. I think he secretly likes uh, it, you know. Yeah, of course. It, no, it's, it's attention. He looks at validation right? in women. I don't give it to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so got another woman. He's gonna it, get it from somewhere say, else. Oh, this is what oh, it feels finally, like. Oh, Great. Oh, why don't you do that? Because you <laughs> fucked me, Frank. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's your gift. God damn you. What more do you want, right? Yeah. I don't resist. You know. No. <laughs> Hello. <Just take> <laughs> That's too funny. Damn, dude, this one by this we're already at a two two uh fifteen minute mark. Really? Yeah. What? Nice. Not bad. Dude, this thank you for coming on. This is a nice. good conversation. Good We've been going on. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. Uh, I was like sad and I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna do, but I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good enough. Your best is good enough. <laughs> Thank you. How's work going for you? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Is it because you don't do what you want to do? It's because I don't put effort into finding what I want to do. I'm mm. one of those people who's never known what they wanted to do in life. So I'm just stuck with this really great company who pays me to just do mediocre things. Yeah, I understand that. And I try to explain that to people because they're like, oh, retail? Uh, you make minimum wage. Actually... I don't. It, well, H&M it's amazing. It's, not, it's H&M. It's Swedish. It's not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like... It's not American. Yeah. yeah. It's not so real, when you right. work for a Swedish company, it's completely different. Like the Swedish, they take into consideration human feelings. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, so I get a lot of free perks. You know, a lot of vacation hours, a lot of um, sick hours, uh, a raise every year. Just a lot of time off in general yeah you know for my mental health and i i feel like i'm stuck because i'm like i'm comfortable so i need to stay here so i don't look for you know something that i really want to do well i i say i say this like as far as like uh especially when you have responsibilities you know mm-hmm. like you have wife and kids and all that things but doing what you wanted you don't get to do what you want to do you have to do what you have to do yeah you know because you're living on survive, not necessarily survivor mode, but you're going to a place where like people are depending on you. Mm-hmm. So you got to make the money. Whether if you if you love your job or you hate your job, it doesn't matter. Cause you just do it. You have to do it because, like I said, it's not on you. It's it's on the people that are, you're supporting you. Yeah. Now that being said, that's what you do to make a living. Having a hobby, like I love this. Me, I love having a conversation and have a drink with you with Loaf. This is one of my favorite things to do, and this is where I get my outlet from. The creative juices get 
flowing out of me from here, you know? I, uh, this I, brings you joy, right? This is where my passion. Now, if we can make this as a living, that's something. That'd be that, awesome. That's I'm, what's I'm, up, right? I'm working on it. I'm, I'm hoping it. that but this is this. It. You know, this happens for yeah. you guys. Yeah, it'll but, happen. Maybe you know, never know. But at the, but at the same time, I'm very happy with this being this thing that we do every Friday. We're like, man, I'm very. I'm look. I, this is what I look forward to. Like, have a few drinks, have a great conversation, and we're gonna have a good time. And if I can get my outlet out on my hobbies out. Instead of like, uh, instead of what the people that we, who get to do what they they want to do and get paid for it, that mm-hmm. of course that's hitting the lottery, but that's not going to be a hundred percent of the people. That's going to be ninety nine percent. You know, ninety percent of people are going to hate their job, and I don't hate what I do. I just don't. I just know I have to do it, and it's yeah. what I do. And I get to the fact that I have a hobby where I love to do. That's the bonus. That's the plus for me. You know. And I think that's what, you know, if you if you live in those nine to fives where you're not really passionate about your job, uh-huh. you got to have that hobby. You know, yeah. I, do you have anything like that where you do what you want to do um, and you and you enjoy it? You know what I do? And this is the like really truth to honest, like what, whatever you want to call it. Um, I waste a lot of time yeah, because I hold myself up at home after work because I need to. um regenerate yes thank you Lofi that's like the perfect word I have to regenerate because I have no energy at the end of the day at the end of the day I have no energy because I'm picking up all these energies everywhere and one of my coworkers who I love to talk to his name is Sean D. Sterler this guy is amazing like I, I feel like he understands me because he picks up on other people's energy and I told him at the end of the day I'm so exhausted from like all of this energy around me that I have to go home, regroup, and like not go out until the next day. So yeah. I'm always exhausted. Feels that way, right? Yeah, it does feel that way. But I'm, I'm trying to work on that, and I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But that's the only thing I do. I waste a lot of time. Basically, mm. I should have a hobby. The only hobby I have that I've ever had since I was like four was reading. Mm. I engross myself in books, and I read tons of them a day. Do you know most good readers are good writers? Have you ever thought about that? Keep oh, it, I write. Or at least keep it in a journal or something? Yeah, that's what I do. But I've never submitted any kind of work to um, any of these. To get published uh, or anything? Yeah. Right, you know. and I mean, I should, right? I mean, I guess. I feel like I should. I mean, like I have a few, you know, I don't want to say books. Let's say no books. <laughs> Let's say that. Because I'm not going to type them out. Fuck that. I write them out. I like writing. I think it's more therapeutic just to... I like that outlet, you know, especially before this, when I can yeah. get my words out. I like putting my thoughts to paper, and especially yeah. now that I like putting my thoughts to the computer. But, but I like, I just like the 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 ceremony of it, you know, like oh, it's very, you know, it felt cool. But maybe you know, if you do that, I don't know. I I always I want to hear what you have to say. I'd love to hear a lot hear, to say. You know, yeah, like so much. But I'm I'm so good at writing that I've ever only done. Oh, or express myself through writing. Like my first crush in high school, like my first love, actually. Yeah. The way I expressed myself, like the way I felt about him, I wrote to him. Because he asked me, I was like, I'll write you a letter. Yeah. And I gave him that letter like on a Friday. You know, I've said that before. And this was, I don't know if I was saying it to pick up on a girl or not. <laughs> but I said that like, I thought that letters were the last form of honest conversation. Yeah. Or honest communication. And you I know? wrote him so many letters and that's how I communicated with him because I couldn't say it through words because I didn't know that this was like what love felt like until later. You know? Right. He decided yeah. to shit on me. But it happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Don't forget to wipe. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh my God. 
I just, I wish, man, I wish these podcasts were real for the teenage version of us. We're like, <laughs> like chicken soup for the soul. Like, but right. like, oh my God. But the real version. Yeah, right. The real version of chicken right. soup for the soul, you know? Oh God, it's so bad. Dude, yeah. I get, that, that's the hard thing. Like, cause I remember my first crush, quote unquote, love at first sight. I was five years old. Five years old. I swear to God, uh, Chelsea Hunsinger. I still remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember she moved away to Kentucky and then I never heard from her again. I always wondered about her. Like, oh, I wonder what happened to that girl. And then it didn't happen again until fifth grade. And her name was Taryn Ramirez, right? And I still remember her name. And uh, and actually, I see her on social media every now and then, you know, that whole thing. And she lives, like, Illinois, whatever. Not not in California. And then it, it just, like, they kept happening things where, like, oh, I'd fought, like... I, I was very cognizant of the fact, like, dude, I'm fucking six years old. What the fuck do I know about love? <laughs> but, like, I had these feelings. What do you want me to do with these feelings? I felt this way about these, you know, girls. Uh, you know, how do you want me to re- How do you want me to not justify that? Who am I? I almost feel like, who am I to say that I don't have these feelings? Or, who am I to call myself out and, like, oh, you don't know what love is. You don't know what love is. Like, yeah. do I or don't I? Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe I do. I'm fucking, you know, who cares if I'm a kid? You can't tell me that that little kid didn't feel what he felt, you know? I, it's just it's very weird. I don't know. Well, I, 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 know how, I how you feel? Like yeah. I can remember the first time I had like actual feelings for a boy. I was actually five as well. It's like, what is this? Right? Yeah. Like why my like butterflies in my stomach? Why is my heart dropped? Oh my god! <laughs> I want to eat lunch with him. I want to stare at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to stare? So yeah. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do was to stare at him, but I didn't know why. No, I wanted to put my hard pee pee in her pee pee. <laughs> that's what I. <laughs> I want. <laughs> Can I put my pee-pee in your vajay I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't speak English well at the time, you know. As right. we do, <laughs> Oh, man. I, I, you know, I, I remember the, um, the first time I told my dad I had a crush on a girl, he was like, oh, good. I thought you were gay. I was like, what? <laughs> no, kidding. That didn't happen. That didn't, that didn't happen. Mm. Everything okay? Go ahead, yeah. Submechanophobia. Submechanophobia. That's what you said. That, like it's a... The fear of submerged man-made objects. Ah. And it's so creepy because when I was little, I I used to fear like all these things. Is that this where it came from? You in think? the ocean? I don't yeah. know where it comes from. There's like, you know, they always ask like, where, where did this fear come from? Do right, you have right. like the first memory of it? I don't have first memory of it. It's just... A fear of like these things. Yeah, I mean things definitely look creepy as fuck underwater yeah. and abandoned. A hundred percent, I'll give you that. Uh, but how many times have you gone scuba diving and seen some shit like that? Right, like you <laughs> know, yeah, right. <laughs> so where does this fear come from? I wonder. But does that equate to is that the ocean or does it equate to pools as well? It's um, the pool is slight. Especially with the vacuum, like I would not go in a pool if there was like a vacuum, because it just the sound it made. Mm. I'm also afraid of like large objects in the ocean, like ships. The ocean in general is terrifying. <sighs> I, 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 you know, every phobia is essentially just a phobia of death, right? 
Yeah. It, there's not, not like any phobia that's like, oh, I have a fear of clowns. Well, why do you have a fear of clowns? Because clowns kill me. Okay. Well, I have a fear of spiders. Well, why do you have a fear of spiders? Because a spider can kill that's me. Like, true. everything is about death, right? That's yeah. what every fear comes from. So where does your fear of death, like, you've, is it a, essentially a fear of drowning? Or is it a, a fear of being haunted? Like, something ha- supernatural is going to come out from, from these abandoned reckless oh, wrecks on, underwater. It's totally that. Yeah? Yeah. So it's more, more culture to something spooky? Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's, it's just... <laughs> That and the way it looks like. Hold on. This is interesting. That and the way it looks underwater. It's just. Oh, it's just so eerie. It does look Ugh, weird, right? Like, yeah. Why don't you just pick it off from the ocean and, like, take it somewhere? Yeah, because it's that same object on land. Like, let's say they put a crane and they brought that same abandoned wreck ship or uh, a, 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 a shipwreck, excuse me, yeah. abandoned airplane, whatever the fuck, right? And they put it on land and then you could just go exploring. I'd, uh, for shit, I'd look the shit at it, but uh, doing it underwater, for whatever reason, it seems gives you this eerie-ass vibe, right? I don't know what it's it is. It's just creepy. And that scene in Castaway when Tom Hanks is rescued by that huge shipper, I would freak the fuck out if I were in just like floating in this plank and this huge ship comes by I just I would have to have my eyes closed the whole time <laughs> like just save me I just can't look up because I will die I feel you girl I feel you how about you little for uh, some more of your fears if you have any no no I have plenty my whole life is fear really <laughs> no, no like like uh, what she was saying like you know um like, like I picture myself, you know, like being like for whatever reason I'm being like, like a stranded just out in the middle of the ocean, hmm. where like anywhere I look in my 360 periphery, is just the same in every direction. Ooh. And I look like say I were, I were to like dunk my head underwater, yeah, and I would just open my eyes and I just see blue and then darkness, like. That is pretty uh, creepy. That, that fear of the unknown or the fear of something more. Th- th- I think that's what it, it just uh, stems from, like uh, something uh, a lot more deep seated. Maybe. Uh, well, not just you know, the ocean, what it represents, but the fear—not just necessarily the unknown, which is what every person fears, just gen- on their genetic level, but the fear of something more powerful than you, and that's kind of brings you face to face with mortality. Uh, and then that's not to go that on the dream side that oceans and water bodies of water itself represents spiritual journeys or spiritualism and that's kind of like like a conflict or whatever the fuck you well, know technically what we do is spiritualism because we drink spiritualist beverages so spirits, spirits. You know, spirits. <laughs> that's what we do spirits it's all uh, yeah you know definitely you know it's a like coming face to face with yourself you know yeah i think that is terrifying i think that's uh you know that's the whole ayahuasca thing the dmt thing that even edibles, even uh, as far as marijuana goes, eating it, it a lot of times it forces you to become introspective mm-hmm. and take a look at yourself. And it's a humbling experience, but in a way that you're calling yourself out and like, look, let's be real. You're putting on a facade and this is how you really are. And maybe who you really are is not a good person. It's a shitty person. And maybe that's the biggest fear. We don't want to admit the fact that we may not be who we think we are. Because everyone sees themselves. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody sees themselves as the hero. Be either the hero or an anti-hero in Christine's case. (laughs) But you see yourself as a hero, as a protagonist. But what if we're not, man? What if we're not only are we not the antagonist? What if we're just a fucking extra? And that's terrifying to be insignificant. And that's the most terrifying thing. Not to really matter at all. 
that fact that story. you're not even a, you're not even a hero or a villain in your own story. You don't even have a fucking speaking line. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why people are just uh, trying so hard to be somebody these days. Right. Whatever they can do to not get forgotten, to be remembered, yeah. to be. I want to be a meme. I'll just do this and I'll put it on the internet. I'll yeah. become a meme. I'm somebody now. I'm Whatever part of pop it is, culture. Right? Yeah. Anything petty. True. I want to be remembered for something. Yeah. There's a, there's so much fear of their insignificance that, in reality, you you look at the big picture, who gives a fuck? No one's gonna. Yeah. That's what we all are. A lot what, of people really care. Whether you're us talking in the podcast on a Friday night, or whether you are Kim Kardashian or uh, Kendall Jenner, we're both. We're all of us are insignificant. Yeah. We're all on the same level field. My, I'm, I'm okay with my insignificance. You're not, and you're overcompensating, <laughs> and, and that makes me better than you. <laughs> I don't know. But it's fun to watch. Yeah. It, <laughs> let's see this train wreck. You know. <laughs> Just want to make like. It'll make me feel better about myself. Right, right, right. That, you know. Does it? That's why I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of these um, people who they talk shit about other people just to make themselves feel better. And I, I watch it because it's awesome watching a train wreck, you know? I, I read the comments, and the comments are horrible. Oh, yeah. They're horrible, <laughs> but they're entertaining. And it's sad to say that, but, like, the best thing about a YouTube video are the comments. Some of these, some of these horrible, horrible people are hilarious. They like, are. Like, that was a good one. I'll give I've made out. friends with them. They'll interact like with me. One. I'm like, hey, what's up? I like that. <laughs> I, I like that comment. I'll give you that one. <laughs> well, number one, you're a pretty girl on the internet, so you're gonna get. A, you have to realize <laughs> I, I that. Put my picture out there. Yeah, though. I get it, dude. But you gotta realize you're a girl on the internet. You're gonna get a little bit more attention than more most people. They get a lot automatic of cool ass so. trolls. Right. Regardless of whatever cool you say. Ass. Oh shit! I know who you look, kind of look like now. The, besides Rosario Dawson, Gal Gadot from uh, Wonder Woman. No way. You don't think so? No. No. That what is, is it? such a compliment. You see like, it, Lovie? I cannot help. But like stare at her and like hear her speak. Oh my god! That I, I met her. Is, like, I, I, I met her. I was for a couple times. I met her. Love. You, you think? Uh, right? No. No. You don't see it. No. That's like the highest compliment. I love that woman. Yeah, she's no, no, really no, nice. She, she is. She, um, uh, she's really. Uh, she's a good person. She's she? uh She's a good mother. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Every time I've met her, she's with her kids. So. You know, I but, love that about her. But she has this whole—you can tell she's guarded mm-hmm. with this mama bear attitude. But at the same time, she's very aware of like uh, not just her surroundings, but of her her portrayal, the way she wants to be presented in the in the public, like which is understandable. But she's really, really cool. Which is I mean, positive. She's very, very smart, and I, I like that about her. She's really cool, really, really cool, really nice. Uh, yeah, you gotta see it. You don't see it, love it. You see it, right? Or no? No. Am I tripping or no? No, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I didn't, I was like the whole time, like, man, you look like somebody else to me. But yeah, no, God, I, would, no I would, do it, do it. I would wish to look like her. I, I yeah, no. I see, especially in the shade, like I mean, okay, I like that. especially I like if that. I squint, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should we have three more beers? Yes. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, look, Order we're coming to the last about twenty minutes. So is there any topics we wanted to hit before we end the show that you know, we might go on little rants or whatever? Anything you guys wanted to bring up? Anything current events or anything like that? Obviously, the whole Trump kneeling football thing, and I don't know if you guys uh, want to bring that up. If you guys are sports fans, we're not. No, no biggie. Um, it's like you don't even have to be just because it's plastered everywhere. Be. Well, like, how do you it's feel a human about right? How do you feel about that whole thing? Do you think it's disrespectful to this country, to the men and women who fought? Yeah. Or do you think it's 
<laughs> or do you think it's like no, that's their right and um, they should do it to be able to protest? What, what Personally, I don't because I stopped. Um, what is that? What do we do uh, at school with the flag? Um, like, we uh, pledge allegiance. allegiance yeah. I stopped pledging allegiance to the flag when mm-hmm. I was in high school years ago. Yeah. So my teachers would say, "Can you just stand? You yeah. know, it's fine. You don't have to pledge allegiance. Do the Can respect you just stand? Thing, yeah, yeah, standing. Mm-hmm. Because I was more aware of things happening in the world than most of my peers. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like, yeah, I had to respect this um, this symbol of uh, slavery and disrespect to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Um, our constitution was written for white men. It mm-hmm. wasn't written for anybody else but them. Mm-hmm. So as, as as a 15-year-old, having this mentality... White I men just, with property. Exactly. Not just white men. White men with property only. <laughs> property and slaves. So I just yeah. thought, you know, I'm, and I'm not going to say like, oh, it's because my grandmother's black. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I feel if my grandmother wasn't even black, like I would still be a person who respected um, human history. Ha- yeah, human, human decency, rights, right? You know? Yeah. Because I hate when people use that word slave. Like, uh, you know, oh, I feel like I'm a slave. I'm like, do you know what a slave Okay, used Brittany. To do? Yeah. Okay. It's like, <laughs> you, I don't think you do know the definition of a slave, but okay. Go you do your thing. You know, I, yeah. I'm not offended, whatever. I just wanted you to know. I wanted to clarify you're not a slave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I stopped pledging allegiance to the flag years ago before it was cool on Instagram, you know. Gotcha. And yeah. the NFL was like, yeah, we stand together. We're just going to like, it's against Trump. It never was against Trump. Kaepernick mm-hmm. did it against. Um, Police brutality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, you know, but mm-hmm. people thought it was just for Trump. No, he didn't. He it didn't, didn't even actually it didn't even become an NFL issue until Trump said something against the entire NFL. Then everybody's exactly. like, well, now we kind of have to. Fuck this guy, right? Yeah. When he said son of bitches and all this stuff, there was like, whoa, whoa, what are you, who, what are you saying? No, yeah. Kaepernick did it because of the police brutality and right. like, you know, um, black rights. And people don't get it. They just think like, oh, yeah, well, fuck Trump. Yeah, fuck him. But fuck everything else that's ever happened in the history of this country. Like the horrible shit. Yeah. That, okay. So now there's, I do disagree with you. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's this great quote that uh, oh actually I'm sorry I didn't get your thoughts loaf before I go into it. Oh uh, no, um, so <laughs> posting. No no no. Uh, uh, what are your um? How are you on the whole? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the it, solidarity. You know, everybody's you know like. I guess you know um. Like everything's so divided up, or it's like if you're not on the right, you're on the left. Yeah, uh, I hate like that too. I like hate this, that. Yeah, like if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not so cut and dry like that. You know, right? But e- even then, you know, I still I, I agree. You know, that's a why great they point. Do that's it, a great you know? point. Yeah, when they do it, and I'm with it. Absolutely, I'm definitely with it. You know, but at the same time, it's almost like you want to have like the 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 I guess like the outer knowledge where you know it's not. Not every situation is going to be like, well, if you're not this, it's that. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's like in this situation. OK, you know, like, yeah, definitely. I'm down on one knee and, you know, I, I definitely love thing. what you said about that, because a lot of people think like, oh, if you're not crossing your your fucking hand over your heart for the American flag, then that means you must hate this country. Like, yeah. Does yeah. it, like, does it I, mean that? And I don't. I, what are you Guilty talking about? Treason or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, like, yeah. It, yeah I, like, here's a. One of my favorite quotes of all time. Well, because it, it, it leads back to the whole like people people blame God for religion because they think it's hand in hand. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times they think like, well, this is fucked up. 
because the crusade why are we having the salem witch trials why are these innocent women yeah. burning let's blame christianity Let, well no fuck christianity let's blame god <laughs> exactly like, what exactly. how do these go hand in hand the crusades are the po- fucking priests raping little boys are an example of all the stuff that gets put on the shoulders of all these other people when it's really just individuals right now the same way i, I only bring that up to bring one of my favorite quotes i've ever heard and okay. i can't I, I hope it's I hope it's not anonymous, but I don't know who said it. And I hope I get credit. But it says, love your country always. Love your government only when they deserve it. And I feel that there's a big, big, um, everybody lumps in the government with this country as if it's the same thing. Government work, like, fuck the government, fuck government workers. Like, people that work at the DMV aren't that bad, I guess. <laughs> but they're government workers, right? Postal services. Right? I, my, I'm cool with my mailman, but he's a government worker. Am I going to say fuck it? No, of course not. The government doesn't represent the country, and the country doesn't represent the government. And I don't think it should go hand in hand. A lot of times we're saying, like, well, fu- well, well, oh, the troops are a perfect example. Military, right? Because yes. you have the government, you have the country, you have the military. Oh my God! You represent the, your, your, the military. Fuck the military. You know what they're doing. Well, that's the government. That doesn't represent me or or my organization at all. It, it's let's learn to separate these things because they're we. Let's stop lumping. Let's stop lumping each other. Can again is that is that one thing <laughs> where like, hey, if he says that, that doesn't mean I'm representative of the. Ha- yeah. Can we do that? Can we be each held responsibly for our individual actions, or individual expressions, or ideas? Can we not be lumped in together with this whole broad idea? Now. Yes, I'm a service member, fought in combat, fought the war, whatever the fuck, right? Veteran. I'm a veteran, and uh, I'll, I will always stand and across my heart for the American flag. I feel very passionate about that. Nothing, nothing makes me prouder than when I see somebody using their rights in a way that maybe in a protest to whatever they feel oppressed. So if I see a guy that's taking the American flag and stomping on it because he thinks that's what his expression is to get his point across. Yes. I did. I fought for you so you could do that. And fuck, thank God, man. Cool, because you couldn't be doing that in every other country. Right. There's a lot of countries where you can't get away with that. Yeah. You could uh, get away. Like high treason, like. Yeah. You get even talking stuff, shit about the president. You could get or the leader. You can get away with man, it. And thank you for that. You're People fucking the point. No, yeah, but, yeah. But but uh, you're you're able to stomp on that flag yes. to prove your point because and and I and I fought for that right for you to do that. I mean, by all means, make your fucking point, buddy. That's what. You know. I, nothing, nothing makes me more pissed off than when I see a veteran say like, "I didn't fight for this country, so you could disrespect my flag." No, you fucking moron! You did fight for this. <laughs> That's exactly why we fought for this country, so these morons could fucking disrespect <laughs> yeah. our flag. That's exactly why and we did this. Thank you. So they could get away with. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So these guys could get away with. And that. I so get these that. guys could make yeah. their point. This is why we did this. Yep. No other country are they able to do that. Now I don't think they're being morons because they're well. Actually, the one stopping our flag. Yeah, you're kind of yeah. being a moron. The ones <laughs> taking a fucking knee. They're trying to prove a point. I'm good. They're the ones taking a knee. They're trying to prove a point. They're trying to make a protest. They're not happy with the way the system is going. And and it's a fucking system. Of course they're not happy. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're fucking cops killing guys, innocent people. Of course they're not going to be happy. No one's going to be happy with that. I'm not happy with that, you know? And they're using this as an example to make the process. That has nothing to do with the disrespect towards our country. It has nothing to do with the disrespect towards our flag. It has everything to do with disrespect towards our presidents. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. But, it, but I'm just saying, like, let's realize the fact, like, you're throwing... Because they took a knee during the national anthem, you're going to take that as a personal respect and your disrespect, excuse me. And now you're using that as a you're. He's trying to gather the entire country. Let's let's turn away from these guys because they're dissing me personally. You're he's literally 
this president, dude, I try to not stay away, like, whatever, because he doesn't, to me, I feel the president doesn't make that big an influence in our lives, and he doesn't, right? I'm always talking about big government has nothing to do with us, but now he's just being embarrassing. Now he's literally using a personal attack. He's trying to get the country to justify his personal attack, so he's just like, oh, these guys are dissing me? You know what? I'm going to get the whole country against these guys. Hey, fuck the NFL. They have low ratings. Let's, let's, let's protest them all. Like, oh my God, how childish and petty are you? Grow the fuck up. They're just trying to express themselves politically. And uh, like I said, so going back to the original point before I get too much into this mm-hmm. retard, nothing makes, <laughs> like I said, I'll repeat what I said, nothing makes me prouder than the fact when I see someone be, uh, protest, using their right to protest in in a manner, even if it happens disrespectful or in a respect, taking a knee, which is a respectful manner to protest. Yeah. Uh, or disrespectful where they're like stomping on a flag or whatever <laughs> that uh, yeah this is what we fought for they couldn't do this in another country and they couldn't do that in another country because of me and my brothers thank god you know thank god for that awesome. yeah because they would have been hanged right, right? right exactly they would have been crucified they would have been, been in jail whatever the fuck they're able to do that whether they know what they're doing or not whether they know the reasons behind it or not that's not up to me but they're able to do that because we're able to whatever. I mean, now if I'm getting real single, because we went and fought for our oil, not our freedom, right? <laughs> Thank you, I'm getting really cynical about it, but let's not get too cynical. I, I knew you were gonna bring that up. Let's, keep, let's, let's keep let's keep it. I to love the how he's patriotic, level. but yeah. he's, he's gonna bring up like the real, the real, real shit yeah. over there. Yeah, let, let's keep it black and white for now <laughs> because there's enough going on, right? Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. You know, like no. I said, and every every country has their. Um, what do you call demons, right? Yeah. And every country has their stumbling blocks. Let's keep in mind, America is only a few hundred years old. And by a few, mm-hmm. I mean less than 300. You know, a couple hundred years old. And a, a young country. Two, right? uh, uh, 270, something like that. It's around yeah. there. We're very young. Uh, well, 1776, you know, so whatever it is. We're, as compared to uh, other a lot of other nations. We're toddlers, basically. Yeah, we're toddlers, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's compared to other nations who have been around for ancient, you know, yeah. whatever. And they had their assembly blocks. They had their slavery. They had their genocide. They had their etc. This country just happened to come along in a in a matter where written history has been kept. So everything's so vibrant. Everything's so like you got to keep in mind. I mean, fuck, 1960s is when the when when you know the whole civil black pa- the dude the civil rights was what six decades ago. That's yeah. not shit. That's nope. a grandpa's. My grandmother was alive during that time. You know, that's how yeah. quick it is. That's how recently it is. Your black grandmother was alive she during this. She during... had to deal with all yeah, Exactly. That. Yeah. So that's how recent it is so vibrant. So it's, the passion is still there for it. But in reality, all countries have gone through their dark, dark ages. Way, way worse. I mean, I was just saying, so to put, to hold this country accountable as opposed to like not, to think this country should be better than every other country is a little unfair. Because let's say, that's not saying that nobody has their skeletons in their closet. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. So, and to keep, it's kind of like, you know how when you get your girl or your ex-girl that keeps bringing up, like, well, you cheated on me in the past. Like, you <laughs> forgave me for that. Why are you still bringing that up? You know, it's almost like that, right? Like, God damn it. How long am I going to live this down? You know, either break Until up with you me. you suffer. Yeah. <laughs> either, either divorce me or get over or either break up with me or, or, or get over it. But I can't keep doing no, it. No, I want to make you yeah. suffer. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to keep bringing it up and throwing it in your <laughs> yeah. face every time we get in a fight. You know, that's, that's, that's. You bring up good points, though. Yeah, that's how it feels, right? True. That's how it feels, yes. though, right? So every time a cop kills another innocent black guy, they're going to feel like, see, because in a circumstance, like, God damn, you're going to bring this up every time. Yeah. And by all means, you probably should bring it up because it's fucked up, right? Yeah. And yeah. And to all, a, a lot of us, it is painful, you know, to see this yeah. shit. And we're like, okay, well, 
I mean, we can only do so much. Like, right. Until it stops, and it hasn't. That's see. That's where I I I I I, I almost conflict. I'm have inner conflict with myself because mm-hmm. I almost feel like, man, we should come on. Let's get over it. Like this. And you're allowed to. But I I feel like, man, no, we should. We sh- if it's still going on, we should still bring it up. Of course, we should. Yeah. We should never stop opposing the government or opposing the system or opposing whatever injustice is going on. Because the minute we get used to it, that's the minute they take over overdrive, right? Yes. That's the like as soon as we stop even trying to like uh, um, calling them, checking them, trying to check them, right? Whether it be on social media, whether it be whatever the hell. Yeah. As soon as we stop checking them, that's when they can take advantage of us. It's it's almost like a, a constant like cat and dog kind of thing, right? With the people in the government, people in the government, you yeah. know. It's ne- it shouldn't ever end. We should always be trying to you know get but more of an edge. That's the thing. A lot of us don't know much about our government. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say I don't. And I read a lot of my stuff on the internet. You know these articles. And I read somewhere. I don't know where I, I read it. I don't have a source, but I read somewhere on the internet. And I don't know if this is fact, but that the constitution was created to protect the people from the government. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, not just, well at the t- at the at the moment well, you get, when the constitution was invented, it was to protect from the oppressive government uh-huh. because that's what they were dealing with at the time. Yes. Actually, if you want to be real about it, like yeah. the the British government didn't even know that America was angry with it. <laughs> Honestly, it didn't. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin was the represent representative so he was going, uh, he was like, I think in, in, in England, like traveling, or whatever. And he said like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, there's like committees like, okay, so how should we state our independence? And Benjamin was like, no, nah, we're good. We're good. You know, I whole thing. So there was a whole, like, like even like the taxation, without representation, yes. which kind of pushed it over the edge. It really wasn't a big deal. It was literally America throwing a tantrum. Think of America as a child and Britain, Great Britain as a parent. Uh, Great Britain sounds like, oh, you don't like that? Okay, well, just let us know. We'll fix it. And America go like, no, no, I want it my way. I said it this way. And, and that it's was, really America throwing a tantrum. That's what happened with the revolution. Yeah, that was years ago. But do you think that it should be uh, rewritten for, you know? Well, amendment, amendments are constantly getting made, even till today. Yeah. You, we have the laws. Of course. Here, you know. Here's the thing that's beautiful about the American government, about the, con- not the American government, excuse me, about the Constitution. It was written by wise men. And the only reason I say it was written by wise men is because what wise men know something that not every man knows. And what they know is that they know they're not they don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people know that they don't know everything. A lot of people think they know everything, right? Especially That's you how know, you fool people. Yeah, to exactly. Think you know everything. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so they left it kind of open ended for They left it to make amendments to it. Not every constitution has that in this country. But ours that's what's great about ten. Obviously, you're going to go through the ten amendments to the Constitution, the original ten, the Bill of Rights, the original ten amendments to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But even since then, there's been like hundreds of amendments, changes. Ten commandments, made. yeah. yeah. yeah they, that should be a. There should be amendments <laughs> to that one. Yeah, uh, Moses was not wise, you know. Sorry, Jewish people out there. No, but like the, 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 our forefathers knew that they weren't perfect men, so they left openings for them to change to modern society to adapt to modern society. And that's kind of the kind of the beauty of our the way our system is built. I mean, currently, oh, it's become very corrupted because now you have uh, companies kind of like controlling laws that come to their benefit. You know, there's a lot of politics behind the politics type of thing. But it, but the system is there in its purity and its honesty. It's the system is there. It's with good intentions. Yeah, I know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. I, I'm very familiar with that expression. But but the road is there. It was. The original forefathers had this goal, and they wanted to 
build everybody equal. They really, really did. And whether, yes, Jefferson and Washington owned slaves, but it wasn't like they owned slaves because they were evil white racists. It wasn't like that. <laughs> they owned slaves because that's what you did if you owned property. You also owned slaves, you know? So it wasn't like they were evil men. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's no, like, no, no, yeah. let's, like, let's say 100 years from now, owning dogs is considered completely fucking uh, outrageous. Horrific. Yes. Yeah. And then you have your bad dog owners and you have a good dog owners. But yeah, then someone would say, why are you comparing dogs to humans? Yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm comparing laws. I'm comparing laws. That's what I'm comparing, okay? Because okay. uh, yeah, I knew that was going to come. I was like, People. oh, shit. I'm not. I was about to amend myself. I just said that, right? I'm making amendments to myself. Like, I'm not comparing. No, I'm not comparing this to you. But I'm just saying, at the time, yes. black people were considered property the way dogs are they considered were. property now. They weren't so even considered people. No, they weren't. They're, yes. Like I said, property up until like the voting thing came and they were considered one third of a vote and that whole mm-hmm. bullshit. But they were considered property the way dogs are considered property of an owner now. That's what the only reason I'm making that comparison. So 100 years from now, let's say dogs are com- considered people, however it happens, right? And then we're, we would look back like, oh my God, how dare they? You'd look at someone like Michael Vick, like he was an <laughs> asshole. He's a fucking race. He hated dogs. <laughs> That's the way we'd look at old slave owners where he was a piece of shit person as opposed to someone who owns dogs and was like, he loves his dogs, you know, like the, like you would love me. Like, oh yeah, he wasn't a bad person. He just, cause that was the thing to do is own dogs. (laughs) That's how we look at Washington. And that's how we should look at Washington (laughs) and Jefferson now, you know? Yes, they were slave owners, but they weren't what you call slave owners as far as what we would consider them being slave owners, you know? (laughs) Django and chain type shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I hope not. I don't know, man. Nah. I, don't, I wasn't alive back then. I don't know what they did. They, Jefferson fucked the shit out of all these fucking black slaves. I don't know, man. You ever seen Jefferson in Paris? No, I never. Nick Nolte, I think. Yeah. They oh, my God, no, please. Exactly. No, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, just like you were addressing, like, he slept, he slept with uh, his slaves. And, uh-huh, yeah. You know, there's definitely, like, a lineage, or lineages. He does have a lot of descendants, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, his genetic background yeah and also that's why those most common names like washington jackson jefferson are with like african-american names because they took on the names of their slave owners as far as the last names goes yeah so that's why those names are so And that's why malcolm x decided to go with malcolm x Mm because he's like i'm not you know slave the ancestors of slave owners yeah i am malcolm x cassius clay the same thing that's why we use the x now you know people took the x in latins and you know they put the x for everything because of uh, genocide and slavery, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been. and that's supposed to represent something. That's supposed yeah. to represent the unknown of what they could have been. <laughs> like the <laughs> variable, like the variable. Uh huh. They used uh, to date white women, though. Who did Malcolm X? And yeah, that's another like. Is that controversial okay? Why is that bad? <laughs> I'm not saying it's you got bad, something against white girls. Like, I huh? am. You got something against white girls? Are you trying to put your thoughts into my mouth. Again? <laughs> What's wrong with white girls? What's wrong with you? I love Gwen Stefani. What are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with that? He's very progressive. Malcolm X very progressive. How, they, how about that? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, another conversation. I'm okay too. We should have okay you know too. someone to represent. Yeah, you know, I'll that. represent him. I'll yeah. stick up for him. Yeah, hell yeah. But it's almost in regard of how you know, like you know. Um, like, like the, you know, they were very progressive in what they stood for. You know, uh, uh, civil rights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. No, I was just kidding. Actually, they were extremely civil racist. Rights, but I'll fuck but, a white bitch. You know, they were literally <laughs> just a black version of the Aryan Aryan nation. Yeah, it, it was uh, like mm-hmm. not even a race thing. You know, it's almost like like any. Um, it's almost like saying like any. Uh, 
like any issue you can find with anything is just like a scapegoat to try to cover up for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like yeah, you know they, like uh, Malcolm X, I'm okay. You know they, like whatever they stood for had nothing to do with their personal lives because it was completely contradictory to you know whatever the popular belief was. <sighs> Man, I don't know if that's true because I mean it almost goes hands in hand, hand in hand. Well, I mean, I guess in the regard where um, they they stand out in the, I guess, like as far as the books go or history goes, you know, like they stood up for what they believed in and this and that. But like uh, there was this other aspect of them where you were like, if you knew about it, it was like, damn, they did that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, with the Martin Luther King thing about him cheating as wife, I guess. I mean, is that what you're bringing up for that part? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or what other part were you bringing up? It was just so much, you know, where, um, like, I guess uh, whatever he did, like, on his own, just as a human. Just... It's because the way I feel about whether it's a political movement, like, in the hands of MLK or Malcolm X, or the way I feel about, like, um, uh, even philosophers like uh, Aristotle, Socrates, or or uh, Plato, um, even to current, like, uh, artists and musicians, what they, what the art, what the prophets... Not profits. What the benefit they bring to the world in an artistic sense, or political sense, or philosophical sense, shouldn't have. They, we should keep that separate from their from their from, poli- their, personal from their personal lives. lives. Because, let's say Charles Branson, perfect example. I will use that because he's so extreme, right? He's fucking murder, and and he's a cult leader, and he, you know, he got these girls to kill, whatever. And he wanted to start a race riot. That's the whole reason he was trying to kill, right, Shannon, right, whatever, right. right? Some of his songs are really good. Can I not admit to myself that the songs that he wrote that are, are I really really like just because he had the issues the first time? No, he created something artistically that I find really 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 beautiful, something that relates to me in a way that he probably maybe he had that intention or not. He probably didn't have intention for some Mexican kid to relate to his songs in the same <laughs> no, no, way. No, I get you. But oh, okay. but I'm hitting these songs like artistically that hits me. Okay. Now I have to I have to separate his personal life from his artistic life or his artistic creations for me to enjoy that. But I can't do that. And the same kind of goes with, in a political sense, with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I may not agree with how they lived their life personally because they had some fucked up views right. uh, on certain things. But for the most part, they were really progressive politically in getting their people forward. And for the greater rights, good, like for whatever the, their you know, greater purpose good. Perfect was, example, you know, greater, good, yeah. greater good, yeah. So I, 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 as long as I keep that separately, I'm able to appreciate their other their contributions to humanity. Right. Einstein's another perfect example. Einstein is a fucking whore. He's actually a really bad person as far as relationship, personal relationships go with his wife and uh, and his cousins he dated. And he was a really kind of like a man whore. And he made his wife his sign families. a contract. He made his wife sign a contract that uh, like she wasn't allowed to get mad if he cheats on him. Yeah, go ahead. He wasn't allowed to get mad with his wife if she cheated on him, etc. And all that stuff. Like he's. He had a bad, as far as relationship advice goes, he, he, he lived kind of, a, he was kind of a douchebag about it, but he also contributed so much to society, but we have to keep that separate from his personal life. If we bring it, if we lump it all together, we're not going to allow him to, uh, to, you know what I'm talking about? Right. Like Gandhi, you know, that perfect example, you right. know about him, but will we dismiss his contributions because of his kind of like sleazy personal life, that kind of thing? Oh, I get you. That's a good point. Um. Was it like Michael Jackson? Like people like kind of overlook. Yeah, like, that's another one. A yeah. whole like it's like a pretty big span of of whatever the controversy was. Like right, right, right. Actually, speaking of which, um, I saw this uh this like post. I think it was on I don't know if it was on Tumblr or Facebook, 
where somebody like snuck into Neverland Ranch with some friends and started taking pictures. Hey, everything okay? You good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't I mind the bush. story about that. And Frank, <laughs> weirdo. Him and his fucking... Frank's weird, all right? Okay. <laughs> weird. Uh, well, tell me more. No, Frank has this, like... Like, okay, this man loves women, okay. you know? He loves everything about them, and he's just... He's for women. He's about women or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the first time I met him... He's a real Claudette Coven. Not Rosa Parks. A Claudette Coven <laughs> girl. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. He's, he asked me, like, if he can assist me in, like, you know, my grooming, like, my shaving and everything. Okay. And, and I was like, okay, that's weird. I've never had a man, like, want to shave me. Oh, you never... Oh, I yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm into that, yeah. You yeah. don't do that? And yeah, and I was like... Are you sure? Like, don't cut me or anything. Like, it's really sensitive out there, yeah. down there. And he's like, you know, no, it's fine. I just always wanted to see, like, you know, like, I just always wanted to shave a woman. Right, right. And I allowed him to. And yeah. like, he did a good job. I was like, okay. I don't you know, do the he, shaving thing. I do the trimming thing. The trimming? I don't okay. trust myself the, sh- the shaving. The shaving part was, like, kind of weird. I'm yeah, like, I don't trust myself there. Yeah, there's sensitive bits down there. And you got to get in the, the mm-hmm. grooves and the... the, the, the the yeah. curves, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you can get cut. Oh, yeah, very similar. I have a like that's how I am with like uh, like how do I say this? Because I have anal fissures, I have hemorrhoids. Uh huh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, I know, I know. I gotta get in my inside my butthole. I'm like, oh, I gotta be real careful around there. Yes, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, what do you call it? Uh yeah yeah dude so that's kind of cool you guys have that kind of intimate that brings a certain intimacy into so that the was like the first month we were dating <laughs> oh, Loki wow. was like privy to this he was around for a lot of the weird shit that uh-huh. me and Frank went the early years stuff the very early years cut a hey cut a hey yeah it was Cut-a-hay, weird dude. like yeah. during like the first year of our relationship mm-hmm. it was just like what how how do you describe it catastrophic at times. <laughs> I don't even like. Where is even the basis of it? It, it was, was amazing, just, um, but it was like like the best of the best and the worst of the worst. But was it something you were not used to as far as relationships goes? Yeah, it was exciting. So, what was your relationship prior to Frank? Like, what were you into? Uh, was it, how, how would you describe him? My last relationship before Frank. Just before, like, um, so Kim, Frank's bringing you something him. different. Yeah, right. You know that. Uh, what What was it like before him? One dimension. One dimension. Yeah, okay. Kim was like really one dimension, just very like traditional Asian guy. You know? Okay. Like uh, it was Korean. I'm assuming. Man, by the way, <laughs> he, he was Korean. Korean. I'm assuming. No, Chinese, Chinese? and Vietnamese, oh, okay. but raised in the Cambodian culture. Okay. I explained that to people. He's from Long like, Beach. What? Yeah, Long Beach. That makes sense. Cambodian. Then. Yeah. And so people were like, "That's weird." I'm like, "It's not weird for me. Like, I just like you know different kind of men." Indigenous, would you say? Indigenous, yeah. You know, the Asian, the Indian. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah, Kim was just really one-dimensional. Our relationship was just, you know, high school and kind of, like, boring, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I met Frank, it was just, like, super exciting. He was six years older, so it was... The experience factor comes. He's also probably been in more (laughs) serious relationships, so that... That's a little f- a bit of a factor. It was very mysterious, very exciting, very yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Like, this is great. This right, is, I don't right. know what to expect from this. So it was very up and down, up and down, you know? Typical. That's what our marriage is. It's like a lot of up and downs, up and downs. It's I think that's what every marriage is. Yeah? I mean, but okay. I think so, yeah. See, that's nice to hear because I don't have a lot of married friends. 
I probably you know, like honestly, me neither. Two. Yeah, actually, two. I see two. You're, you and Frank and my our friends Brenda and Christian. That's but it? yeah, that's oh, it like for Brenda us. Brenda and Christian. That's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. As far as married friends go, yeah, hundred percent. Because nobody wants to get married anymore. They want to have kids first, and then they they'll see how it turns out. I mean, honestly, Brenda and Christian are only friends with kids too. We don't really have a married couple of friends thing either. Going, it's that's just it, huh? weird. I, you know, honestly, the you know ups and downs things. It's it's not just a married couple thing. It's a long relationship thing, because everybody. I don't know about everybody. That's unfair to say, but I think people have the wrong assumption about. They think they're gonna find a mate where, like, okay, the right one is someone I never have to fight with again, or someone I shouldn't be fighting about petty shit if if she's the one or if he's the one. Yeah, that's not the way it works, man. No, honestly, it's not. It's just a, it's an up and down relationship. You're never gonna find someone who you don't argue with, and I think it's a good thing to have. Those, it's I think it's healthy to have those constant fights. But have you heard of those people who say they never argue? With their significant, honestly, other, like whatever you want to call they're them, they're so creepy. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, yeah like I, I almost look at them like uh, it's just a very naive factor. You can tell there's something missing. You can tell there's a tragedy missing in their life, and I kind of don't want anything to do with someone who's never really suffered in life. It's I, I mean, I don't know if that's that's fair to say of me, but you know, you can tell the people who really haven't gone through anything, and it's like I really don't know what you have to offer me as far as anything goes in a friendship rise or even. Right. As I a, find that dynamic weird, though. Yeah, it's like, what do you argue about then? Like, if you're not arguing, what are you doing? Are you just fucking? Because yeah. that's great, but well, I mean, I constantly bring this up with. With love, like he knows how I feel about it, but about like those guys that say like, "Oh, I married my best friend" because they have so much in common. <laughs> like, kind of talked about this with you. <laughs> have you? Yeah, it's weird. Just like, uh, I, dude, honestly, well, the joke, the joke part of that joke is, uh, or the punchline to that joke is like. I, if I married my best friend, my no, my best friend would let me get a hand job at a strip club. <laughs> I did not marry my best <laughs> yeah. friend. You know, that's the punchline to that joke. Thank you. They'd egg you on, like yeah, 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 yeah hell yeah, yeah. No, Your I did not marry my best friend. Uh, you married a girl that you have a lot in common with, there and what go. happens when you when that things you have in common with goes away? Well, now you're left with something not of value. Now, how are you going to hold that in substance? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's got to be something there left that's not. It, if you're with someone who you have nothing in common with, who, or that are, that means there's something more to it than just commonalities. That means there's something more to it than just friendship, and oh, there should be something more with it. I should never you. not. I should never not want to not fuck my wife. I should never not want to not fuck be attracted to that person. Yeah. I should always want that. That passion should always be there, because a lot. Here's the thing I hate when people say like about people that are in long relationships like. Well, that passion goes away. So if you have, a, if you're friends to begin with, that commonality stays, and you have something left. Like, mm-hmm. Why are you even risking it? That's almost like playing a safety. That's almost like going to your safety school. Like, if you're you're already in a relationship, thinking that the passion will go away. You're yeah. already fucking up here. You should. That passion should always thrive. Whether it's hate, whether it's love, <laughs> that that that's why there's up and downs relationship and good relationships because you have it's a passion there. I'm passionate about this, and I'm passionate, that's why you make. That's why. You, the guy pisses you off so that's much. That's why we fight. Yes, that's why you fight. <laughs> the guy pisses you off for a reason. Yes, exactly. you. If you didn't care so much, you wouldn't be fighting anymore. If you didn't care so much, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. He doesn't. Whatever. Ah, whatever. I don't give a fuck anymore because I don't care. There's no passion there. Of course, you, there's no fighting. There's no caring. You fight because you care because there's passion there because there's something there that makes that rawness real. You know, like that. that it's that, and that should never go away. I don't give a fuck if you're 70 years old. You should always be wanting to have that dynamic with your your significant other you know well, thank you for that because people like always mention something like you and frank are always fighting i'm yeah. like well i mean 
Man, we're still together, so fuck you. Yeah, we're, we're doing together something, right? For fucking 12 years. <laughs> yeah. And I know some of you that were married for a year, and like, right. what happened? Right. Like, oh, fuck wait, did you, you never you fight? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, we get along, we're best friends, and this is the same type of people that have said the same shit. Yeah. We're best friends, like, we get along. Like, yeah. we're this amazing. But me and Frank, we've been the only people who actually put our shit out there. Like, we fight about everything. Yeah. Every single thing you can think of. And we've we've done it in front of people. We've done it at fucking parties. And people are like, you guys are just drama. Actually, no. We have, like, an amazing sex yeah. life. So what can you say about that? You know? Drama? This is foreplay. So fuck you. You don't, <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. You know but, nothing. But you're at the point right now where your record speaks for itself. You've been in a, you, now. You've been in long enough where you know this is, like, it almost speaks for it. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, where other people, other people can't tell you shit because they haven't been in a relationship as long as you have. Yeah. So it's obviously something's going right when you guys are doing it the way you're doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say to them when they ask me for advice. They're like, yeah. well, how long? How do you keep a relationship that long? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, fuck <laughs> just, each other. I just love my husband. I just like, want to fucking what? Argue what with each other. Tell yeah. him you hate him. There's passion there. That yeah, I don't know. How do you explain passion? How do you, how, can Pavarotti teach you how to sing? What do you want from me? <laughs> like, what? Jesus. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're just complete opposites. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's You no know what? I actually, I, 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 you know, I, I, I spoke about this with Lofa again, but like when someone asks you like, oh, what do you love about your wife? Or what do you like? Like, if you have to explain why you're in love with the person you're in love with, uh-huh. like if you're like, oh, obviously, you know, the stuff that goes without saying goes without saying, oh, she's beautiful, she's nice, she's funny, she's really yeah, smart, whatever. Yeah, of course. But if you had like, uh, why, how, how, are you, how did you fall in love? Why did you fall in love? Like, you shouldn't be able to explain that. No, there's something about that person yeah, that you were you, attracted to. It's like there's this like chemistry yeah. that you can't explain. It's you intangible know? and it should yes. be intangible because the moment you can explain it, that's the moment it becomes real and that's the moment it can go away. Yeah. As long as it stays like mysterious and like, dude, I don't know what it is. I don't know, but I just. Dude, it's intense. Half the time I hate him. Yeah. I hate her, but I still, for some and, reason, I still want to be with him. And people say you that's should never it. say that about your spouse, but no, you should. You should be able to express every single thing. You hate 100%. them, you love them, they yeah. suck, they're amazing. Yeah, and like, tell them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I tell Frank all the time, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. Say favorite word. You know what, Frank? Fuck you. And yeah. he's like, all right, when? What time? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I can't stand you. Like, yeah. that's what makes it so exciting. Yeah, you know, absolutely. if you're not fighting, and there's a comfort fucking, level to that, too. If yeah. Jackie can't tell me fuck you without me getting butt hurt, exactly. I'm fucking up. And not, that's not going to last, you know? No, yeah. it's not. It's like, oh, well, we're, we're just friends to begin with. No, there's something about people who stay together forever. Because people are always asking, like, what's what's the secret? Right, right. There is no fucking secret. The ca- if the chemistry is there, the love, the hate, like, you have to have all these things combined. Yes. Then you will be together forever. And if you can get through certain things, you will be together forever. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just, that's a secret. There I we think, go. I, honestly, I think that it is because a lot of people, I think a lot of people break up when they, like, okay, so I'll just use myself as an example, but like a lot of things that should have broke us up. Yes. We ended up getting through it and we probably shouldn't be together. Way or shouldn't stronger, have been together. right? But you come back through it. Yeah, exactly. And now you're just like. Man, we we already went through the, we already went through this much pain and suffering. For us to break up over this little shit, it's not even worth it. We're we should stay together. And plus, the kids factor is another huge factor in it. Yeah. You know, it, I, it's just it's to explain to someone like what's the secret. Like, nah, if you have to ask what the secret is, you don't have the secret. <laughs> so never, so don't even don't bother. Don't be just break up it. with them. Yeah, you're, it's not <laughs> it. Then you don't have it. So just you know. Uh-uh. 
It ain't gonna happen. Once you find that you don't have to ask that question, no. you know. Yeah, it, you know the secret. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird, right? But yeah, yeah, you get it. You get it. Yeah, absolutely. If you get it, you get it. <laughs> if you don't I follow know. this stupid YouTuber who says that all the time, and I'm like, <laughs> who's that? Shut the fuck up. His name is Charles Gross. Oh, okay. And he does things for views all the time. Oh, right, like right, right, he right. plays on his mental illness. He plays on his haters. Like the comment section on his channel. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I'll I watch it his out. his channel specifically for the uh, the comments. I read the comments and I'm like, damn, I've made friends with some of the fucking assholes. Really? On his comments. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is the thing. I can't leave a comment on his channel without getting several uh, likes and like people jumping on and saying, yeah, you know, and saying certain things because I feel bad for him. Like, fuck. You, you're jumping on my comment and leaving all this like horrible hate. Yeah. That's not fair. I left a specific comment for him and you guys are jumping on and just yeah. like fucking tearing his asshole apart. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. But like, yeah, some of his so-called haters were huge fans of his and now they're just like, wow, like you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and they call him out on his shit. And I love that about them because they're they're the most honest people on there where everybody else is just like playing into his like his his entitlement and yeah. he's like yeah well everybody else in this world sucks and i'm better than you his uh, it's almost his manipulation right yeah <laughs> yeah i love it i feed off of it <laughs> <laughs> i feed uh, off of his honesty you know all all this honesty that that people call hate it's not actually hate yeah. it's just creative criticism in the form of you know if you want to call it hate okay whatever in the form of internet troll really. they're not telling him to go kill himself you know, yeah, they're telling him like, "Wow, you're you're shitty." Yeah, you know, hey, work God. on yourself, improve, <laughs> Just get better. Hey, dude, get better. Why do you do that? Why do you feed off of like other people's um, falls, negativity? Yeah. yeah. Uh, damn, we're actually over the three hour mark. Lofi, last minute things, anything you got to say? This was a lot of fun. First of all, oh, this is good shit. This is thank awesome. you so much for coming through, man. Hey, this is great, great, no great. Problem. Not uh, a flake. That's what happens with me. <laughs> yeah, my bad, Luffy. Go ahead. Uh, sh- um, damn. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Let's keep up the good work. Uh, break on three. One, two, three. Break. Right. <laughs> Christine, any uh, last words and last points for you? No. Um, Luffy is a man of many words. If you guys don't know, not too many. You should no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> you like both are geniuses. Um, oh, the wow. world should know this. I'm oh, let's have Christine on every week. She's yeah, fitting, fitting our ego. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm gonna go inside I'm, and I'm cry. I'm really good at. No, you're you know ego. you're cool. You're you know you're you're. I like having you on all the time. You're you're. Uh, I love the conversations we always end up. Thank having. you for having me. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, this yeah. has been a pleasure, ma'am. My pleasure all the way. Thank you for uh, once again. This has been Christine. Hey, does anybody? Do you want anyone to find you? I was gonna say we're usually when like we're your social media. Do you want anyone to find you or no? No, I want everybody to fuck off. Don't contact me. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's how we do. If I, if I see you, I will say hi. I, I'm ending it there. That's awesome. I want everybody to fuck off. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was perfect. <laughs>